This product contains strong language, intense violence, two dudes resisting the urge to make out with each other, and excessive discussions related to poop and wieners. The Tilted Casuals podcast is rated M for mature. That's almost as good as the Pornhub intro. <laughs> no, it was nice. There you go. Yeah, hell yeah. You get sued if that goes on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, did I did I uh, tell you about that band Shrezzers? Shrezzers? I don't yeah, think it's, so. It's a that was like a name band. I would have remembered. It's a it's a metalcore band that my brother in law showed me. They they it's like straight up metalcore, but they use a saxophone. To do like saxophone solos is pretty sweet, but they have oh, a song. Maybe you cool. did. That sounds familiar. They, they have a song called Pornhub, but it's like stylized different so that it's not actually Pornhub. And the intro, they do like a remix of that intro. Like That's someone, beautiful. yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. But I think I did mm-hmm. send you something by them. I think you did. I think uh, I think it was like a music video because I remember seeing some dude just going fucking ape shit with a fucking sax, and there was like a breakdown <laughs> going on. Nuts. Yeah, fucking saxophone breakdowns. That's incredible. Uh, saxes are badass, man. That's cool. They are. They really yeah. are. My, my, my dad played sax in high school, so I got a soft spot for it. Mm. Soft spot for the sax. Gay. Also. <laughs> Uh, Sam, this soundboard is new. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Yeah, set this up just for like effects. Fortnite games when we play. We all just spam <laughs> stupid shit. Oh yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, he hasn't had this before, so it's new to me too. <laughs> okay, I missed the part where that's my problem. <laughs> that's the third Tobey Maguire Spider-Man one. <laughs> There's so much Bully Maguire on here. <laughs> He's the best. He's so memeable, man. I love it. Oh yeah, Spider Man Three is a gold mine. It is. It's, as bad uh, as that movie it, it's is, a it's movie. Also great. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of the movies of all time. Good one, but... It exists, yes. and I have watched it. Yes. At least it's not the Amazing Spider Man Two. Mm. You know, oh, that's a good. What's which one's better, Spider Man Three or Amazing Spider Man Two? Maybe Spider Man. I don't know. They did Venom know. really bad in that movie too. I, I always yeah, give it to they Andrew, really fucked up Venom. just because I think he was a beautiful, beautiful Spider Man. Andrew was a great Spider Man. He, he was. Yeah, was. He deserved so much better. Yeah, they just really fucked up the villains in in <laughs> Amazing Spider Man Two. Like they have. I don't at... mind the first one. It's it's not that bad of a movie. No, the I first one's it. actually pretty pretty decent. Yeah, people shit I've on always... it like way too much. Yeah, I've always said that. Andrew Garfield is a phenomenal Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is a phenomenal Peter Parker. So yeah, I, together, exactly it's like one standing. whole amazing. Like, there's and nothing it's like, wrong with it's either doable. One. You could do yeah. that. Like, just have him as Pete and then just throw Andrew under the suit. It's easy. 
Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's part of what made No Way Home so amazing, because between the three of them, it was like one perfect Spider-Man. Yeah, I guess so. I still don't give a shit about Tom Holland, but, you know, it is what it that's is. Surprising. I like Tom Holland a lot, but... I think his next set of movies are going to be a lot better based on like where no way home left off i think he's in a good spot now yeah I he's actually had finally... like his own start because like i feel like the yeah. civil war tom holland spider-man was like my favorite and then mm-hmm. all of his solo films were never even a solo film because he's never done anything like just by himself if there's always true, someone true. else like assisting him like i want him yeah. to like do something on his own but they just won't do it and i feel like they're going to now but it's like I don't know. He's been in like seven movies at this point. Like now you're going to. Yeah, that is a good point. Because the first one, he was Iron Man Jr. Second one, he was Nick Fury Jr. And in the third one, he was Doctor Strange Jr. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah. But like 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 Sam said, I hope if they do make more Spider-Man movies going forward, where it's just him in you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in New York. I think that could be really good. Yeah, no, as long as the MCU, as long as the MCU doesn't shit itself before it gets to that point. I feel like it kind of already is. Yeah, we're heading there. If it hasn't yeah. gotten there yet, it's really close to it. Yeah. Do you guys see that uh, Daddy Pascal is like in the, in the runnings to play Reed Richards? Yeah, I saw that. I did. I just saw that. So, I don't know how I feel about that. It's a choice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like I, he's he's getting to that point where he's just like everywhere now. It's like, yeah, like I don't, I don't hate him at all. I think he's a great no. actor. But it's I love like, Pedro. But it's running, it's running its course way too yeah. much. It's, oh, yeah, it's the same issue with with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. They're putting them in everything, and it's yep. You know, Pedro Pascal is the better of that group, though. So hopefully, it still works. But he also seems oh, yeah. kind of old to be playing Reed Richards. Like, not gonna lie. I've seen a lot John of John Krasinski, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, he was perfect. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people uh, campaigning for Glenn Howerton for Reed Richards, and I I don't mind that. I don't think I I saw like (laughs) fan costume shit. It Mm -hmm. was actually it was pretty dope. I I was like, okay, yeah. Like I haven't seen enough of Glenn Howerton to differentiate him from his role in Always Sunny. Like to Mm -hmm. me, Glenn Howerton as Reed Richards is just him, but like rubber. So it's hard for me to see it that way. From like a looks perspective, yeah, he'd be fantastic. I just don't know enough about his personality Honestly, outside like, of Always Sunny. <laughs> watching Sunny clips and then watching the bloopers, just him as like a like him as his own person compared to his character as Dennis, the acting gap is phenomenal because he's the one that laughs the most and ruins takes because he's always the first person to start laughing. But then oh, wow. he's like a psychopath on the show. it's amazing (laughs) i need to watch more always sunny i've only seen the first season and i binged it because joe you recommended it to me but i never watched it past season one it's it's one of the rare shows that just gets better and better as it goes somehow yeah there was one season not not this recent one the one before it uh was a little hit or miss but they made up for in the the recent season for sure it's like what we do in the shadows it's just like it just keeps going that's a great show yeah there's this one clip uh, on like YouTube ads or something that always pops up that cracks me the fuck up, but it's it's probably from a from a recent season. But it's Danny DeVito going into like this small room and he's like, "We have a toilet." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "We piss in cans, Charlie." <laughs> that was either this past season or the one before. It was like very recent. That's what made it so funny because it's been like it's fifteen so, years. <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking funny. Just out, no context at all for that clip. 
Just we piss in cans, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did a great job on the show too because they've never shown that ever until now. Like there, there was never like a hint that there was like a door over there, like ever. And then all of a sudden, they just decide to show it, like sixteen season in, and they're like, "Here you go, yeah, there's a toilet here." Yep. Yeah, that show. Oh. That way, the audience um, has the same reaction. <laughs> exactly. You're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> oh my god. That show. Quality so TV. Quality TV. I feel like is underrated. Like, there's so many just mid shows out that I feel like the ones that are top tier just don't get the attention they deserve. But yeah. Yeah. I'm glad people are finally realizing how amazing Sonny is. Mm-hmm. And I just I need more people to start watching what we do in the shadows now. Oh, yeah. I need to watch the, the latest season. I haven't. I think there's two seasons I haven't seen now because they're pump. They pump them out quicker than I expect them to. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. uh, I think we just had season four. It was four, four or five because four is the one that I haven't seen. I've, I've seen the first three. But. Check now. I can't remember. Either way, that show is phenomenal. It's such a good show. I I love it to death. Not seen it, but I have a friend that always recommends it to me. So maybe awesome. one day I'll start it. You definitely, yeah. if you have pretty, Hulu, man, there's no excuse. It's yeah. fucking it's a, hilarious. It's a pretty easy watch. Like the episodes aren't very long, and there's not a ton of them in each season. Like you could probably yeah. like. 10 25 minute long episodes. Yeah. It's not bad. So, you could you could binge the whole thing in a week if you wanted to. Cuz we've rewatched that show, I don't know, like 15 times at this point now. Yeah. Honestly, right. it's, it's a been good long enough. Show. <laughs> it's right. been long enough I probably will rewatch it bef- before I catch up with the new ones, but Yeah. This this past season was it was something, man. It's really fucking <laughs> good. It's so funny. <laughs> Oh man, I'm probably on it. Just gonna leave the recording how it is and just start from Sam going, "Whoa!" Because <laughs> I think that's a great starting point. So we're just it's gonna like pretend he's... that uh, <laughs> we've we've had an introduction. Uh, it's like he stepped into the wardrobe and he's discovered Narnia for the first time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's covered in piss and and dick pics. Oh, it's beautiful. You know. Yeah, for uh, for for all the listeners who are invested in our lore, I'd actually read the little uh, introduction things that I do in the the episode descriptions. This is our our beautiful music designer Sam, who's he's made the time to join us. He he abandoned his child for us. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> what a fucking unit! <laughs> Got to teach him young, I guess. Exactly, dude. <laughs> Got to teach him. Priorities. Daddy's busy. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, welcome to Sam. Uh, you've been hearing his work th- pretty much since we started, um, and this is yeah. the first time I'm actually hearing his voice. So it's 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 an experience for all of us. I know that that's that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sam Sam is one. Of, I I know Joe and I have talked about it, but we were all part of the same. Uh, like video game group growing up on Facebook. Sa- Sam has been there too, so we we've known Sam for a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe I joined that group in I want to say like 2014, 2015, something like that. Something like that. It's yeah, been a while. so it's been almost <laughs> it's literally been almost a decade. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the the downside of thinking now of inviting people from that group on. Anytime they like they're like, oh yeah, I remember joining back in blah blah blah. It's like. 
fuck i feel yeah. that long <laughs> dude what the yeah. fuck literally almost nine years ago life. man <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's insane oh my god it's been a minute and uh sam also completes like the the Ge- geographical trifecta force because he's on the west coast i'm in the midwest and joe's on the east coast so like between all three of us we encompass pretty much the entire yeah. usa we're covering the fucking country man <laughs> yeah it's fucking badass mm-hmm. yeah, man. well this is very exciting i like uh i, I enjoyed the episodes we've had guests on it's uh it's yeah pretty fun yeah yeah same been cool from a listener perspective yeah now you get to be uh, one of one of the guys, one of the dudes, one of the my bros. biggest dream. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh man, you always dream a... about having a five that's listener de- podcast. That's depressing. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, shit, man! Well, tell them what we're doing then, because it, it took a while to get here. <laughs> it did take a while. Yeah, um, we came up with this topic like five hours ago. <laughs> yeah, that's very spur of the moment. Take it away, Sam. What we got? Okay, tell, um, tell him what we're doing, baby. All right. Well, I was told uh, guilty pleasure <laughs> video games. Damn right, you were told. <laughs> I was told. Um, say say it again. Like, say like it again. We're hostage. We're holding him for ransom. Read the card. <laughs> so I took that as like games that we don't necessarily want people knowing that we're playing, which I have a few of. Um, secret stash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gotta unlock the safe to get to him. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we do we want to start, like, with me, or what, what are we doing? Yeah, well, how about, let, let's set a benchmark. I think this is a pretty good way to start with, like, anytime we get a guest. Sam, what are, like, your top three games of all time? Oh, boy. Let the audience get uh, to know you a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, put you definitely. on the spot, so... Give us give no, us yeah. five and skip one in particular and pretend it's not on there and then give me oh. five other ones. <laughs> gotcha. I literally I wrote a list for this a while back. Let me let me see. Um, if if you uh, keen eared listeners will remember on our one and only bonus episode that we've done so far where we read off <laughs> listeners listener comments, uh, we, we read off Sam's list of, of <laughs> we did. It was a half ass list. Yeah, we, we we read his his comment where he told us his his top games of all time, and we we <laughs> we shat on him so hard. I've since then sort of revised the list. I have I don't know. Um, so I have maybe I cried a little, but it's okay. <laughs> I have um, I'll I'll just say I guess like my top three would probably be um, uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. I think that's oh, always yeah. going to be somewhere on there. It's a classic. Uh, and then Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind, uh, maybe okay, okay. the best Elder Scrolls game, maybe Oblivion, but I like Morrowind a little better. And then uh, the original Baldur's Gate has always been really special to me as well. Oh, yeah! Look at this one. motherfucker! <laughs> and he, he's talking Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate, not the Dark Alliance yeah. one that everyone thinks is the first two games and was mad that. Part three was turn based when it's always been fucking turn based. Right. Yeah, no, I'm talking old school Bioware 90s Baldur's Gate. Love that game. I spent hundreds of hours on it. Solid games. Dude, it's it's so surprising, like the amount of people who don't realize that Baldur's Gate existed before Dark Alliance, because that's like right. the one that was most mainstream, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they're well, like, also... oh, why why'd we switch formula? And it's like, no, man, like 
older. <laughs> Go back further, man. They also, they recently had that Dark Alliance game come out like a couple of years back. I think that kind of skewed people's perspective on it once Baldur's Gate yeah, came out. They did the, uh, the, the, the HD ports for yeah. one and two. And they're like $40 each. I know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much I've played Dark Alliance, to be honest. I think I've just played the, the turn-based one. Part, part two is really good. I fucking love the shit out of that game. Oh, yeah. It's so wonky. I love it. It's so horny, too, dude. Like, I don't know. I guess why, I guess I understand why people get confused, because Baldur's Gate 3, I think, is probably the, the horniest game I've ever played in my entire Definitely. life. Definitely. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I mean, every yeah. single and meme. fucking fuckable vampires. <laughs> the bear sex speed run speaks for itself. I don't know. <laughs> it was like two minutes and 20 seconds, I think. Yeah, it was something crazy. It was like Disguised Toast, I think, was the one who fucking did it. Fucking yeah. old Hearthstone streamer. Oh, man. <laughs> I have to get this game when it comes to Xbox, man. I have to experience Baldur's Gate Is 3. it still That's not the... on Xbox? I don't. Fantastic, I think it's supposed man. to be in December. Really? Oh, shit. I think so. I could be wrong, but I was under the impression that it wasn't out yet. But especially right. since it's probably yeah. going to win Game of the Year. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I think for sure. Yeah, it, I don't know if, yeah. Speaking of, like, anyone else kind of like, as much as I hated it, but like, anyone surprised Starfield did not even get nominated? I, I kind of figured it would yeah. get. Yeah. I thought it would be up I there at least. Was. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I mean, I, I do think there were a lot of better games that came out this year, but. Oh, absolutely. It could have gotten a mention, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it just surprised me that it, it didn't get one of the, the nominations because they went for mm. i don't remember every other year if they always went for six i thought it was always five but they did a top six right and, um, i was surprised to see the new super mario in mm. place of starfield which kind of surprised me. even though i did hear the new mario is fucking incredible yeah i heard that as but well. i felt like but even Xbox then and i'm Hype alone, i thought it was going to be there yeah. yeah for those of you that don't know uh the game of the year awards or the, the Game of the Year nominees from the Game Awards, which there are a EGs. ton of publications. Yes, that's like the, the Oscars for video games. So that's this is the biggie. Yeah. The nominees for Game of the Year are Alan Wake 2, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate 3, Resident Evil 4, which I'm super happy about, and then Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. It's a good little mix. There not a whole lot of surprises here aside from... Uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, because especially since that thing's brand fucking new. Yeah, yeah. but apparently, half yeah, I've heard of those I expected. Me too, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I Spider Man Two, I knew would be on Spider-Man, there. Yeah, <laughs> Alan Wake Two is still another good one, but I've heard pretty much since it came out that it's incredible, so I'm not surprised yeah. to see it on there. Tears of the Kingdom has been a, a, a nominee pretty much since it was announced. <laughs> yeah, no one had any sure. doubt that it would be nominated. Uh, Baldur's Gate Three is probably going to win. Um. But I was kind of surprised to see the Resident Evil 4 remake. Like, it's a great game, but yeah. I didn't know. I wasn't for sure if it'd be... Like, I knew it would probably be nominated for, like, you know, best remake or best action game or something. But Game of the Year is, is a surprise. I'm happy to see it. Yeah, Alan Wake 2 kind of took me by surprise. I was ho- I was one of the games I was hoping would be up there just for recognition alone. So it was, it was mm-hmm. nice to see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, RE, RE4 remake definitely was very surprising. Because it's not too often you see just, like, a remake up for Game of the Year. Right. And then... Mario definitely fucking sidelined me. Oh, yeah. I, I did not yeah. expect that at all. No, I'm neither did I. Also, a little surprised that Dead Space remake didn't make it on there, just considering how huge and how hyped up that was. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's I guess, not I, a fair point. As <laughs> much as I love the Resident Evil 4 remake, I it, 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 it grinds my gears that it pretty much overshadows the Dead Space remake. Like, oh, yeah. I, I I understand it to an ex- extent because the Dead Space remake is is more of a one-for-one remake. Like, obviously, it did a lot of different things than the original did to justify it being a remake. But Resident Evil 4 is almost an entirely different game. They added so much... There's so many different things between the original and the remake. So I understand why it's considered the better remake of the two. But, sorry, I've been drinking Pepsi. I'm burpy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Dead Space remake, I feel like, still doesn't get as much love as it deserves because it is a phenomenal game. It is so fun. Yeah, I don't know. Because Dead Space, I feel like, even though it, it definitely felt more so just like run-of-the-mill remake, it also added those little tidbits to mm-hmm. it that made it be like, like, oh, this is new, this is different, like stuff like yeah. that. Like the little Absolutely. side quests, I guess you can call them, that you can encounter and... Uh, all the new dialogue and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. uh, it's basically like open world. As long as yeah, like, you explore much. and like discover shit, like you could just roam the entire ship, which is pretty That's cool. such a nice touch. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I guess, I, I guess Ari did um, like a little bit more. Right. But at the very that, least, so. at the very least, Dead Space definitely deserves some awards for its uh, like sound design. Because yeah, it is... I didn't check any of the other categories. I just saw that and was like, Oh, Starfield. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? That is kind of a... I was expecting... As much as I, I'm glad it didn't get nominated because it definitely doesn't deserve it, but I am kind of surprised that the shills didn't include it. Yeah, man. That's what I was saying. Like, there was all... You know, it had those typical fucking... Uh, well, I guess... Well, with the, with the point I'm going to make... Uh, like, those banners they always put out with all, like, the 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10, da-da-da-da. Like, they mm-hmm. slap that shit all over the place. Lords of the Fallen had the same thing, and that's not even surprises me too so i'm checking out the nominees on the gameawards.com and dead space did get nominated for best audio design so i'm happy about that but it is up against hi-fi rush so i don't know how much of a chance Uh it's got (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, but i hope hi-fi rush is an amazing game and if it wins i won't be mad but i really hope dead space wins that because its sound design is something to behold man it's who it's something Our guest left us already. So uh, anyway, uh, just me and Mike now. So <laughs> come back. My earbuds were dying. <laughs> oh shit! He's getting the big, the big oh, man. on. He's taking yeah, my spot he's, with he's, all the uh, devices dying. The three-year-old <laughs> headphones. Oh. I don't know if I've ever said this, oh, Sam. Yeah. And I hope this doesn't there come up go. as creepy, but your little girl is so adorable. Are we back? Hold up! I, I cannot I hear anything. You. Hey, I'm like, you gotta do you. that again now. <laughs> I gotta do that again. Sam, right, can you hear me? It didn't happen. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. I love her too. <laughs> it was delayed. We got him back. Are we good? Sam, can you hear us? I'll take that confused look as a no. <laughs> I might have to, if it doesn't mess anything up, I might have to use my speakers. We'll give it a try and we'll see. We can always edit this out. But we probably won't. Definitely won't. I I am in control. (laughs) Yeah, I say we as if I have any control over what goes into an episode. (laughs) 
I'm gonna one day I'm gonna edit an episode. I'm gonna take me out entirely, and it's just gonna be you just talking to yourself. <laughs> that, that'll be our our bonus episode number two. <laughs> That'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, he's actually gone. Oh, oh he's back. Up, 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 up. Itachi's come, so where'd you go? There we go. Awesome. All right, we're back, and Sam sounds better. So, woo. He had to cough up half of, half of his lung to do it, but <laughs> poor guy. Um, what I was saying was, uh, I'm, I don't know. I guess I was equating uh, the Game Awards too much with the Oscars, and I had forgotten that it's the public votes on what games they want to win. Like it's not just like a panel that secretly chooses what wins, like the Oscars does. Right. Yeah. I I didn't realize that. So. I feel like if that was the case and Starfield was there, people would have just fucking yeah shit for it to win. That that's definitely. a good point. Because you could definitely tell that we don't pick who's going up there. I guess it's left out of our hands. I don't which know. is interesting. I don't know how they... We don't pick, but we also pick. Right. That's right. Yeah. We pick. We pick the ones you guys can choose. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So. But yeah. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 is probably going to win everything that it's nominated in, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I just I one... keep seeing hype for that game. Mm. Yeah, it's no, it's it. it's still getting a lot of attention, even however many months after release. So I think that definitely says something. You can make um, a gnome with huge tits and a dick and just run around. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> pretty hype. Why more do you need? Honestly, <laughs> literally, what more do you need? This is. I'm afraid that we're not. I'm afraid that it's all going to go downhill from here. Honestly, like we uh, clearly we've peaked with Baldur's Gate three. Like nothing's ever going to come close to it. So like, why even bother? Yeah. Right. I mean, it seems like we a, did it. <laughs> a lot of the uh, AAA game devs are kind of going with that opinion of why even bother because it kind of changed the way that games are made. Uh, yeah. But a lot of people are. We're a little too upset about that, so I don't know if we're going to see anything of that quality again. It really is insane, like, how heavy Baldur's Gate 3 came out the door and just, like, steamrolled the entire year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, it's been in early access for a while now, and then it's mm-hmm. like, the, the full release for people to be, like, like to actually notice the game and, you know, give it a shot, and then we're like, holy fucking shit, this game is <laughs> incredible. And that's the thing, too, like, <laughs> I played the early release for like a long time. I did multiple different playthroughs of it, but even still, I was surprised at how big the game was and like everything you could do in it. Even having that experience with it, it was it was kind of wild. Yeah, like wow. I, I, I haven't I haven't played it in a hot minute, but I have like 40, 40 hours ish, like around there, and I'm mm-hmm. still Act One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> multiple characters, but you know, still, it's like a real D and D game. It is, which they they finally fixed like the main issue that I had with it with the uh, how um joining games work and stuff like that. Mm. Oh yeah, you, I remember you saying like, that. You, you, yeah, you like you had to make a new campaign basically anytime you wanted to like do whatever. But then they made yeah. it to where you can set other players as like idle in your camp and then bring in new people when someone's offline, which is amazing. It just wow. sucks it wasn't there at launch because it's a really good idea. But, well, you know what happened, Joe? They listened to this podcast and they heard you say that. And they were like, oh, that's a good idea. 
They were. Then those devs were here. They didn't even fucking tell us, dude. It's fucked up. I should get credit for it. It's Studios. Come on, you guys. Honestly, fuck <laughs> yeah. Blizzard all over again, stealing my. They'll have. For their they'll have a whole hunter. five new players. Yeah. For player counts. That's yeah. That's I another mean, seventy dollars five times. Yeah, it's three hundred yeah. bucks, man. Three hundred schmeckles. Three hundred schmeckles. I don't know why, but that that fucking got me. I don't know why. <laughs> schmeckles is such a funny schmeckles. word, dude. <laughs> sounds like a dick. like. On the, on the one hand, it sounds kind of biblical, which I think is what makes it, it hilarious does. because it's clearly not, but it's got kind of a a holy ring to it. <laughs> it's uh, like, I always think oh, it is a penis. Whoa, oh, that makes it funnier. It's Yiddish Jesus slang Christ. for penis. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you go. I was yeah. also a uh, an all transgender Jewish punk band from Brooklyn. They were called wow. Schmuckle, which I guess that's makes hard. sense because penises. So. Wow. Cool. What a time to be alive. What there a time. you go. I will buy Baldur's Gate 3 with 300 penises. There you go. Take it or leave it, Larry. Yeah, you have no choice. Well, speaking of penises, guilty pleasures, am I right? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Penis. Nice. Great, great, it's great like first like, use of, our, of, of your new soundboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please don't sue us, Pornhub. This is just all in good fun. Please don't. <laughs> If a high schooler can, can can play that song for his talent show and not get sued, then I think we're fine. Fair enough. You know, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like that. It do be. But yeah, guilty pleasures. Uh, I kind of took that as I do have some games on my list, but I also kind of thought of just like gaming things in general that are guilty pleasures, just having to do with mm. playing games or gaming industries. But I figure between all three of us, we'll have a nice variety uh, of, list, of of things. So, but yeah, sure. um, even though objectively we're perfect and everything <laughs> that we do and say and play are are unfallible, uh, occasionally, course. occasionally we do like to dabble in things that mostly universally are known to be what the kids call these days mid. So. Yeah. Low tier. Mid at best, maybe. Mid at best? Mid at best, yes. But we don't give a fuck, so. Man, that's a good podcast name, too. That Mid is. Mid at best. That <laughs> is, yeah. Oh my god. No one, no one steal that idea. We're going to use that for something. Yeah, we're <laughs> copyrighted. We got it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be our just two dudes chatting about life podcast that everyone seems to do these days. There you go. There's there's you no particular point. It's just talking about things. Yeah, are distractible mid at best. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Sam, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. I mean, I I have a whole list um, of. I mean, it's not a whole lot of games, but uh, guilty pleasure games and some of the reasons why I like them. Uh, I think I'm gonna get shit on a lot, but that's okay. Uh, I feel like we all are. We don't kink time. shame around here, man. It's all good. Oh, man. So, kicking off my list, who would have thunk the classic Dark Souls 2? <laughs> Here we go. 
It, it begins. So, right. to preface, I mean, Dark, I don't know if this Dark makes Souls it worse the darkening. I don't know if this makes it worse or better, but I've only played Scholar of the First Sin. I have not played the original Dark Souls 2, so I don't, I don't really know the differences. But that's what I'm going here. off of. Um, sorry. So I think, I don't know. I mean, if we're talking like, like I'm, if I'm trying to defend Dark Souls 2, I would say like, it's, it gets overhated in my opinion. And I know you guys are like the biggest haters of it, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> I'm top five. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I think, I don't know. In terms of like Dark Souls games, it's like, it, I, I can see the criticisms. I can see how it could have been better. But it's a really special game to me because it's like the first one I played and I have a lot of good memories with it. But I don't know. I mean, I like I like a lot about it. I like the world. Uh, Majula is a very nice place. Um, I like the colors in the game. It's really, really colorful compared to the other Dark Souls games. Uh, I just think it's, I don't know, it's good vibes. Good time. Yeah. Bear Seek, Seek, Lest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seek, Seek, Lest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and mean, what other I game mean, are you going to find Dirty Firekeeper feed in? You know. Oh. Is Fair enough. You bastard. Yeah. I mean, you make a lot of good points. I, I'm definitely. I wouldn't call myself a Dark Souls two hater. That's pretty much just Joe's wheelhouse. It's definitely right. the Dark Souls I played the least. And I mean, we we've talked about this, but it's the Dark Souls I played the least. I didn't hate it while I played it, um, but I definitely understand why it gets a lot of hate. But it, it it's it, it's 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 fun at times and it definitely is colorful like it, it is. Majula is one of Yellow. the best hub areas of that of the entire series i love Majula. especially its soundtrack it's so soothing Majula. oh definitely yeah. yeah um but yeah no it's go ahead I was just going to say one of the things, and we probably talked about this before too, because we talk a lot about Dark Souls. Um, one of the big glaring reasons why Dark Souls 2 is is not the best of that series, at least, at least in my opinion, is because they took a quantity over quality uh, rule right. with the bosses. There's a shit ton of bosses in that game, but two-thirds of them are the exact same boss, pretty much. Just yeah. Plastered. yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, so see, which, I, which, I can definitely agree with that. But have you considered power stancing? I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that is. So, oh man, it's it's the the flagship feature of Dark Souls Two. It's like um, basically if you're dual wielding instead of swinging, like uh, I can't exactly remember how it works. Oh, it's like I you think I know what you're talking together, about. Yeah. yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I think you had, you had your brother Luckus explain this. In oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. We probably, but that's probably when I started to like zone out because <laughs> his eyes crossed. He was drooling talk, a little bit. You guys talk Dark Souls so extensively, and as much of a Souls fan as I am, even you guys when it went discuss it at a level where I was just like, I don't know what they're saying. Honestly, so. those episodes that was it was your brother's podcast for that. <laughs> it was like we we were all features. <laughs> we yeah, like. I, Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I my, I love. I'm glad we had my brother on because that's a that was a really cool thing to do. But yeah, he, I I wasn't I wasn't uh, I wasn't lying when I said he he likes Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> he do be liking them souls. Good he thing to be, like. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, you could like some worse things. 
I'll 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 slightly defend myself in terms of hating Dark Souls 2 because I think the reason that I dislike it so much as opposed to playing day 1 vanilla Dark Souls and having like the sour taste of feces on my tongue for so long until scholars came out and fixed 60% of it at least uh the things that I love about Dark Souls 2 are not directly involved with like the main game right so it's it's like the dlcs are phenomenal Mm -hmm. but it's dlc it's not the base game the pvp system was incredible which is just an extra feature it's not like the base game right Um, and then like that's about it (laughs) (laughs) so you know I, i do enjoy um a lot of the armor and weapon designs i think dark mm-hmm. souls 2's weapons and armor were arguably some of the coolest across like everything aside from like bloodborne obviously because like you know oh yeah trick, trick weapons weapon. and shit just shits on everything but definitely dark souls 2 had some had some pretty cool looking shit um i agree but i don't i don't know what you guys are talking about with that game being colorful man that game's like diarrhea green and like fucking dehydrated piss yellow like i don't know i have man. a feeling it's mostly brown. i have a feeling i have a feeling it's mostly medulla we're remembering like as colorful yeah as, honestly probably it's but, like I they mean, took shit more... and were inspired by it because it's brown green and yellow and that's that's the only colors of poop <laughs> you can like, have dark souls <laughs> one is gray and and brown and that's pretty much it except for i guess in orlando and areas like that but i don't know yeah dark souls 3 has a lot of red in it so that's nice that is true. Dark Elden Souls Ring is the only colorful Souls game that's ever existed. Yeah. Even Bloodborne's true. like black and dark blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bloodborne is very monotone as well. Yeah, but it fits I guess, the vibe. I guess Demon Souls honestly is a very colorful game too. Uh, there's a lot. There's can, a lot of yeah. like vibrant like UV kind of colors to it. I don't know if we're counting it, but Sekiro. It's terms of Sekiro Souls Souls Man. adjacent game. Sekiro Fucking is very like colorful. That game's so good. It's Sekiro very good. A very yeah, pretty game. Yeah, I'm got. Just mentioning it makes me want to go play it again, even though I haven't touched it in forever. <laughs> Same. Such a good game. I'm glad that one won Game of the Year when it came out. It, it, it yeah. Sekiro slapped. I still got to beat the guy's goddamn boss. Fuck that game. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole lot other than that defending Dark Souls 2. I just think it's a fun time. And I mean... I don't know. The Pursuer is a cool boss. To- when it comes to guilty pleasures, my opinion is, and this will be my defense for probably the games on my list too, is that you have a good time. You don't necessarily have to know why or how, but if you're enjoying yourself, that's kind of all it all it takes. You know what I mean? So you don't really yeah. have to defend it as much. Like you do get you to know. curl up like an egg and get taken away by a bird. That's kind of cool. Also true, yeah, that happens. Although, you can do that in the first Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, but like you don't you don't get to see the whole thing. Two is like you get to watch the whole little yeah curl up like an awkward. All. You have wow. to crawl up inside a bird's ass and then get shit out of a cloaca. They should have had that in Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm surprised they I didn't have say, it in Elden Ring. That's exactly I, the kind of game that would have that. Oh, that, <laughs> the fact that Dark Souls 2 has, I think, including DLC, it's like 48 bosses or something like that. That is mm-hmm. a problem. They they could have halved that and then took and some so off. So many of them are exactly the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. Big knight. It's just guy with sword. sword. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> they had like a handful of unique ones, but like there were so many that were, you feel like you just threw them in there because they didn't know what else to do with like 
mm-hmm. content and time. Yeah, my exactly. favorite example of that is um, when you fight the smelter demon, and then later on you fight the blue smelter demon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, crazy man. Stuff, but man. blue, yo! <laughs> Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan smelter demon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. Smelt the Delta demon. It, it's weird though. Like as much what? as I hate it, I have like five hundred hours on Dark Souls. <laughs> I, I feel. Like, I don't know. It's still like. It might be kind of shitty, but it's still a Souls game at the end of the day, you know? Like, yeah. they're fun yeah. to just play forever and ever and ever. The invasion yeah, you're right, system you're right. is pretty good in Dark Souls, too. I think that, that's what I spent the majority of my time on, was just, like, mm-hmm. invading and trying new builds, and then, like, the PvP, obviously, because that was a lot of fun. Especially, like, the 2v2s and shit that they added down the line. And I think they did 3v3s at one point. I can't remember. It was pretty cool. I yeah. really liked the yeah. PvP. I wish, I wish they uh, would focus more on that again. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring DLC, I mean, they did it with the update, I guess, but they brought back uh, PvP-focused content, but... They did. I don't know where... This, this DLC, man, it's like... I've been waiting. Lost in the <laughs> void. I don't yeah. know what's going on. I thought it was supposed to be last month. We'll see if it comes out, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. No, from a software, they'll probably stealth release it, and then everyone will go crazy. Um, yeah. It's going to be like Nintendo, that- whenever they have an event, they're like, oh, look at this new game. By the way, dropping in 10 minutes. You're like, oh. <laughs> Miyazaki will no, get up on stage on the Game Awards, and he'll be like, complete, he'll be like announcing a, a game that won another category. It won't be anything to do with, 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 with his company or Dark Souls. But he'll get to the end of his model and be like, oh, by the way, or like his translator will be there, because I don't know if he speaks English. Elder Ring DLC, out now. And then the rest of the, of the Game Awards is just forgotten. Yeah, and they just blast the fucking main menu music. Drown yeah. out every other thing that happens for the rest of the night. Exactly. Everyone rushes out of the stadium to go and go home and play Elden Ring. You know? Bro, that, that game's main menu music gets me oh, so hyped. More crazy. than anything yeah. else. It's, it's so like, good. In a series that's known for their hype main menu mm. music, Elden Ring is something else. <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole fucking other level, man. Oh, Same thing with that opening monologue with the narrator, especially when he gets to like the second <laughs> half and he's like, oh, <laughs> the loathsome dog eater. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> His name it's is announced like the most hype out of everybody. It definitely gets compared for sure. <laughs> it, it does, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, There's man, a guy made be... of poop? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that game oh uh, jesus christ all right beautiful that's a good entry sam nice job yeah you're Dark stupid Souls. for playing that game but hey nice i know it's, it's i hate myself <laughs> it's okay. oh brother this guy stinks <laughs> my uh my daughter recently got into spongebob so that that hits home for me <laughs> Oh my god, you're killing me, Joe. <laughs> uh. Oh man. <laughs> Mike's laughing so hard because Mike's not picking up any of it. <laughs> oh, are you for real? <laughs> it's it's, oh, a, man. it's a bizarre visual. <laughs> yeah, just, a- see, just so you guys know that long stretch <laughs> of silence where I wasn't saying anything. I was dying over here. <laughs> We had like a little squeak of like, <laughs> and that <Yeah>. was it. <laughs> oh, man. 
the best thing about soundboards, man, is the timing. Like that was that was <laughs> impeccable, Joe. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Oh man. Uh, uh yeah, SpongeBob reference, top tier. Oh my god. All right. Uh let's move on. <laughs> All right. You want you want to go? Oh sure, why not? Uh, yeah. first first game I usually think of when I think of guilty pleasure, which was hard for me to think of because you know, like I said, I only play good games. Um, <laughs> of course, the dead the Deadpool video game oh, from like twenty sixteen or something. Yeah, like yeah, it it's a def it's the definition of a mid game. Like it's serviceable, <laughs> but. It's very repetitive. It's not very long. So it's it's not outstanding at the at, at all. It's it's very very average. But I fucking love it. Oh, man. Nolan North My is wife. a really solid Deadpool. I have. He is. Yes. Yeah, he was His... he was a great choice for that. Definitely, but yeah. The the Deadpool video game is just your standard third person uh action game. It's mainly a hack and slash, but you can also use guns. Um, and there's not a huge variety of weapons. You can get swords, uh, hammers, psi, and you can use pistols and shotguns. So just your standard array of melee and fu- melee weapons and firearms. Baby. My wife just yes. sorry. Oh, there's <laughs> oh, man. But, so... It doesn't stand out at all in terms of actual gameplay, but what this game excels at is its fucking writing. Because if you know anything about Deadpool, it's that Deadpool breaks the fourth wall in everything that he's in, the movies, the comics. He also breaks the fourth wall in this video game, and therefore this video game is the most video game video game that has ever video gamed. Uh, They make fun of a whole lot of old gaming tropes. um, Because the overarching story is that High Moon Studios, in this game's universe, is making the Deadpool game, and Deadpool is going out and trying to give them content to make this Deadpool game. So he is all the time, he's talking to you, the player, but he's also talking to High Moon Studios. <laughs> um, there's, there's, a, there's a scene early in the game where he gets a call from Nolan North, who is his voice actor, and they talk. he talks to himself. It's really funny. Um... It's just a hilarious game. I absolutely love the writing in this. I love how meta it is. Um, which, I know there for a while, Deadpool got to be a little bit cringe with how popular and how everywhere he was. He got cool, so he got cringe. <laughs> that's kind of that's how it went. Yeah. But when this came out, because this, this, this game predates the Deadpool movie. Um, so this was, out, outside of the comics, this was like the biggest thing Deadpool had been in. Because he's he's been he's guest starred in some other games. He was in Ultimate Alliance, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, but this was the first time he was in his own video game, um, and it was from the people who made the Transformers uh, War for Cybertron game, which is fucking awesome. So God damn beautiful series, a good game. masterpiece. Yeah, wonderful. It with game. part three, there's a third one. Mm-hmm. All I knew of was War for Cybertron and Fall for Fall of Cybertron. What's the third the, one? I forget the subtitle. They they changed the name, and I think it was a different studio. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense, then. I didn't even know there was a second one, so I'm learning a lot. It's good. You can play as Grimlock. 
Oh, that's that's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really fucking dope. <laughs> I think all in all, I prefer the first game. I'm not really for sure why, but both of them are, are excellent. They're both very good. But yeah, mm. this is a, it's the same studio that made the Deadpool game. And spoiler alert, it didn't get nearly as good reviews as as the Transformers games got. I think it, it didn't get bad reviews. It got like sixes across the board. Um, but it's very much considered, as I've said many times, an average or a mid game. It's not great. It's not outstanding. It 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 it, it was. It was it was cool when it came out, but it fell off hard, and no one ever talked about it again. But right. I stand this game so hard. Um, <laughs> this is one of those games that I would just play over and over again. It was almost like a comfort game for me, just because t- the combat is really repetitive, but in a way that's almost like I can just turn my brain off and just go hack and slash people. Um, mm-hmm. It was violent as hell, which I thought was really cool. It's, it is a very M-rated Deadpool game, which is good, because that's what it needs to be. But it's very bloody, it's very gory, well, tons of cuss words being flown around, which is fantastic. Um, but another cool thing about this game is it includes a lot of B-list characters that no one ever... This is the game that introduced me to Mr. Sinister. I had no clue who Mr. Sinister was before this game. Um, Powerful Cable. song. Cable is in the game, which Cable's always a badass. Um, of course, Wolverine is in the game, and he's actually... One of the best part. one of the best moments in this game... Is when you get to what's what's that mutant island called? Uh, Krakoa uh, or something like that? Gen- or? Gen- oh no, Genosha. Genosha, yeah, yeah, something that like one. that. I thought I'll start with a K for some reason, but yeah, it's Genosha. But you Gondria? crash land there, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it, Joe. That's... Thank you. Good oh. boy. Um, and you you wake up from this crash and you find Wolverine lying unconscious. And you go over there too, oh, yeah. and Deadpool just kind of holds his hand up like this, and you can press a button to slap Wolverine. It gives you an option. You can keep <laughs> pressing X to slap him, or you can just press B to stop. But you can literally keep going, just slapping Wolverine. And Nolan North recorded some a bunch of dialogue for this scene, because it goes on for like five minutes straight, and he just keeps talking about it. And i think pretty sure you get an achievement for exhausting yeah. his dialogue, because eventually he'll just stop. But... Mm-hmm. You go on for longer than you think, but it's it's so funny the entire way. It's hilarious. it's such a hilarious game. Um, I even yeah, I like this so much that whenever I went over to Germany, uh, back in like 2015, 2016, um, I went to a GameStop and I bought a German edition of Deadpool for PS4. I think I remember you posting about that das that long ago. <laughs> das Deadpool. Um, I don't know whatever happened to it, unfortunately. I don't have it anymore, but it was... I mean, nothing about the game changed. The game was even still in English, but it was German... It was German text on the box, and it had that weird European rating system that I don't know what the fuck it means. Peggy 18. It was pretty cool to have. I I think it was Peggy. No, the cover was the same. Yeah, I don't know what Germany's is. But yeah, literally the only difference das was the rating. 18. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how, that, that's how you speak German. You just put das in front of everything. That's it. Close enough. Just so you know, <laughs> listeners, I minored in German in college, so I'm trying really, really hard not to blow up right now. <laughs> das that's not global. correct, Joseph. 
But yeah, so the Deadpool game, that's typically what I think of when I think of a guilty pleasure because I absolutely know that it's just an average game. There's nothing special about it at all, but I don't I can't help but love it. It's so fun. Yeah, I'm over two as I hate that game too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know. It's it's definitely it's a mid game, but it has a lot of charm to it. Like you said, mm-hmm. I think the writing is really, really good. Um specifically like there's this one part I remember really well where the studio like runs out of budget halfway through so it just turns into an 8-bit game for like five minutes yeah i think that yeah, was really it's fun it's yeah. very clever i love it no there's and a lot the, of fun there, there's one point in the game where deadpool just kind of walks off but the camera stays where it's at and so you move around a little bit as if deadpool was there but it's not so you're just moving the camera it's a really weird sensation mm. but yeah, it's it's very if if you like Deadpool humor, like fourth wall breaking meta humor, that's got a lot of cuss words in, in it and stuff. It, this is a great game. I very much enjoy it. Yeah, I think the the big issue for me with it was it was heavily influenced on uh, Daniel Wade's uh, Daniel Way's run of the comics, where he started to mm-hmm. incorporate the whole like multiple personality thing with Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. I was like four voices and shit like that going on, and it was just like I don't know. It it was just like too much of like the goofy. I remember that being a big issue. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because especially when you're reading the comics and there's like seven text bubbles on every fucking panel, like constantly, (laughs) and it's like holy shit, man! Like it just it just got to be too much. Like the game's it's fun and funny for a while, but for me personally, it just was like all right, I'm I'm over. It doesn't help either that. In the game, the voices in his head are like the most obnoxious voices in the whole universe. <laughs> yeah, it's and I guess Nolan that's North. Kind of it's just Nolan North doing funny voices. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like his logical the voice, the the voice in his head that's the reasoning voice is it just sounds like this. But then he's got a really funny voice that always has the bad ideas. It's like that. So yeah, yeah. Five hours of that straight, it, it gets old <laughs> for sure. It gets a little rough. It does. Like it's weird yeah. though too because I loved phoenix rising and that's basically how the narrators are in that game mm. but it was just more enjoyable i guess but uh, i don't know i could Too never much. get into phoenix rising i played it for like two hours and was like ah, eh, not for me but yeah it's it's hit or miss for a lot of people it, it's it's a fun game i liked it because ubisoft did something different and it worked yeah yeah least, that is cool it just it, it didn't feel like typical ubisoft even though it had like a lot of the same mechanics like you know the climbing Power. on top of some shit <laughs> yeah. looking at something yeah. but Aside from that, it, was it too, felt fresh. It was too much of a Breath of the Wild ripoff for me. I agree, yeah. I thought, I mean, maybe it's just because Greek mythology, but I, for some reason I had it in my head that it was more of like a God of War ripoff, and I was I was here for that, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. I mean, yeah, the, the Greek Back mythology was thing was Gods the best part for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, Greek, mytho- Greek mythology slaps. Oh, for sure, yeah. You're slappy. You're hitting pretty yeah. hard. Mhm. Yeah. So that, so that's um that's Deadpool. Sure is. Sure I hate is. it. I love it at the same time. That's fair. At least the movies are really good. Oh, the movies yeah. are so good. I'm excited for the third one. Yeah, Deadpool three is like the only Marvel movie aside from Fantastic Four. I am kind of excited for Fantastic Four just because. It's a. I yeah. hope we finally get a good Fantastic Four movie. But aside from that, Deadpool three is the Marvel movie I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly where I'm at this point. Yeah. I have no interest in anything else that's coming out. 
at no. all. The Marvels came out and got okay reviews, and I'm not even surprised. Mm-hmm. Like the, the there was no hype for this movie at all. Definitely. No. I think Marvel is just the home of okay movies now. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is yeah. which is really fucking depressing because there for a while they were like the standard. They have like those bots running around now online, like posting about like uh, how much it, the Marvels made at the box office, like opening weekend and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, it beat out like Five Nights at Freddy's. It's like the movie's been out for three weeks. There's no right. other movies out in competition of your movie right now. Obviously, it's going to be the best selling over the weekend. There's nothing mm-hmm. else to see. Nothing's out. Yeah, exactly. Nope. Job. You made all the money because <laughs> what else are you going to go see? I have heard that Loki season two is really good. Oh, yeah. It's uh, I haven't seen all of it, but I know what happens at the end. It's it's pretty crazy stuff. I heard a lot of people just said the finale was really good and the rest of the season was OK. Yeah. I- IGN, for some reason, shat on that season. But in a lot of the groups I'm in, so many people disagreed with them. So I've heard the <laughs> fan reaction was a lot better. But season one of Loki was phenomenal. It was one of the best things to come out post Endgame. But for sure, yeah. I didn't watch it. It's, it's pretty it's good. Decent. It's worth a watch. Owen Wilson yeah. is is great in that show. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm so Marvel and Star Wars out that I just I don't care. Anymore. I mean that's fair. It's too much. Yeah, man. definitely. Yeah. Especially like we have like three more fucking movies and like a new trilogy of Star Wars and like two more spinoffs. There's like eight shows out now. Oh my, Marvel's yeah, doing it's, the same shit. It's like take a man, fucking break, I, dude. Oh my if, god! If you would ask me, if you would ask me like a year or two ago, I would have told you that I don't care. I would, I saw, I would have seen every single thing. Yeah, but after Endgame, especially like, how good that was. Yeah, like, fuck, yeah, oh dude, god. dump it all on me, bro. Bring it care. on, man. There's so much yeah. more. Bring me Galactus, Kang, all that shit. But now yeah. it's like uh, another one. Yeah, I'm just hoping it's they can. I don't know. Maybe if they introduce the X Men, I'm hoping they can do that pretty pretty well. <laughs> Man, I hope so. Said that like they they feel like they they bit off too much when they started pushing out like all the TV shows. The, like mm, the yeah. writers and directors and shit were like, maybe we should have waited or spaced this out a bit. Like, yeah, they dumped like 15 fucking Marvel things like in two months. Yeah. At, at, as much as I did like a couple of their shows, like I liked Loki, I liked Miss Marvel. I thought Miss Marvel was was pretty good. Um, I still think they would have been better off just sticking with with movies. Like, oh, definitely. I don't think yeah. a lot of those shows could have been movies. You know, I mean, a, an entire season is basically a movie. So, <laughs> I think they. Just I liked WandaVision a lot. Films. That was fun. WandaVision was, was excellent. Yeah, yeah. The I first only watched like of half shows, of Moon Knight. That was it. The first I really like of shows to come out were really good. Yeah, I think Werewolf by Night in my opinion, was, like, the best that they've released on Disney+. Plus. I need to watch that still. I it's that really good. good. It's, it's, it's very good. that I have good. any slight bit of interest in is that... It's a shame that it's just it's just an hour-long special. It's not it's not a series yeah. or a movie or anything. It's, but it's very good. I like it a lot. It is. Yeah. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. She-Hulk was okay. I liked it a lot while I was watching it, but over time, the more I thought about it, I was like, it's just okay. They did a lot of things in that mm-hmm. show that I didn't like very much but um miss daredevil and, yeah I, i'm sad about she hulk because it made me sort of not like charlie cox's daredevil which i never thought i would say but i didn't love him in that show i heard a lot <laughs> of people say the same thing yeah it's i don't know it's a show marvel 
Marvel's brand of humor is just getting really grating. Yeah. It's just the same, it's just the same shit over and over again. And they're, well, they're like oversaturating their movies with like the comedy shit now too, where it's like you can predict every joke that's gonna happen at this point. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like especially with Love and Thunder, that I I've never been so <laughs> bored in a fucking movie since that one. That was awful. Legitimately like top five like worst movies I've seen. <laughs> it was wow. so bad. Russell Crowe yeah. stole the show. He was the was only rough. character I he was because he's the he, only he was, one that gave a shit. Yeah, he was pretty funny. Yeah. The fact that he had I, a fight to have an accent blew my mind when I read those. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that is wild. Like, what the fuck? What is wrong with you, man? Like, why wouldn't you want this fucking dude to have a fucking accent that matches what he's supposed to sound like? They're like, nah, you could just speak fucking American English. Like, okay, yeah, why not? Yeah, it's it's bad enough that all the Norse gods just have you know English accents. English accents. Yeah, yeah. they're all fucking yeah. British. God forbid the Greek god have a Greek accent. Oh, I love this. It's a thunder up here, ain't it? <laughs> yes, yes, Thor. There's thunder. Okay, Thor, calm down. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, and it's it's funny because this relates to one other item on my list, but I'll 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 wait until it's my turn again. But it's it's funny that we're talking about this. So, Joe, you go ahead. Uh, so one of the big ones I wanted to talk about, um kind of covers an entire genre that I consider a guilty pleasure because they all tend to not get the most favorable reviews by critics and they're they're usually I guess uh like cult favored games but uh Berserk Band of the Hawk yeah oh, oh hell yeah yeah, yeah, yeah what a like game Dynasty Warriors like cuz I I mm-hmm. I love new style games like they're probably my favorite genre like ever like as much as I love Soulsborne shit, the Warriors games will always have my heart. I don't think there's one that I don't own. Like, even IPs that I'm not really even familiar with, I'm like, oh, it's a Warriors game bought. Or I'll wait for a sale. And then I play it. Like, <laughs> it, it, this is what got me into like any interest in One Piece, was I played those games, the Pirate Warrior games. Oh, is that what I, those I, are? Yeah, mm-hmm. I own all of them. They're they're all fucking Dynasty Warriors with One Piece characters. And it's like, it's oh, a cool I didn't way to get into that. like yeah, it's it's a good way to get That's into the cool. lore because they still go through like the story with like you know like text dialogue and really shitty cat like cutscenes. Right. Um, yeah. But it's like the perfect video game genre because when you think of video games, you think of just like sitting down, mindless fun, mm-hmm. and that's all fucking Dynasty Warrior kind of games are. Right. Where right. They, yeah. They try to take themselves seriously with like the plot, but the, the the core gameplay is just walking down a line and fucking spamming square. It's like so doing crazy combos and shit. Like it's so over mean? the top and it's so bonkers that you cannot take anything seriously. Yeah, oh, yeah, no matter how hard they try to shovel in some fucking weird plot, I don't give even a fuck. with even with Berserk. <laughs> I have which nine thousand the... kills in two minutes. That's all I care about. Berserk <laughs> <laughs> like... is one of the darkest and most serious tone animes and mangas to ever release. Mm. And you still cannot take that plot seriously when you're mowing down literal thousands of enemies with a single sword swipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're all it's, ma- it's and true. every single enemy is making the same exact death animation and sound. It's <laughs> the, the crazy thing too about that game specifically is, aside from the manga, obviously, that game is the only way to see any sort of story progression past guts getting branded. 
for the first time. Like, that's it. We had the, the shitty 3D fucking anime, which I, I still like because I fucking love Berserk. And it went mm-hmm. a little past that, but then it stops at a point. And uh, the Band of the Hawk game was the only thing that pushed past where every other attempt at making an anime gets stuck at for whatever fucking reason. Like right now, we're waiting for like the fourth studio to try to make an anime for Berserk, and I don't think we're ever, ever going to get it, which sucks. Yeah. Because the mm-hmm. OG anime is still the only way to have like a full, enjoyable Berserk experience. Even though <laughs> I-, I will argue that the Golden Egg trilogy movies are really, really good. But they suffer the same curse where as soon as Guts gets branded, you have like 20 minutes past that and then the movie's over. Like that's the third one. Like that's that's as far as we get to see, which sucks because the whole point of Berserk is him getting branded and surviving a never ending onslaught of demons and shit. I mean, we don't get to see it on screen. It's that's like where the the main point of Berserk (laughs) is. Yeah, Yeah, like that's what we want, man. Like, you know, as good as like the the build up and the storytelling is and everything in Berserk. um, Mm -hmm. You know, when you're in it just to watch some dark, gritty, fucked up, gory shit, like you, you need to progress more past the branding because that's mm-hmm. the whole point of it. And yeah. it sucks. But uh, but yeah, the game gets you into like a lot of cool shit. You get to see like the actual berserker armor when he has no fucking bones in his body that are fo- functioning mm-hmm. properly because they're all broken, and the only way yeah. you can move around is to have the berserk armor on, where he takes the shape of a fucking shadow demon wolf thing that maneuvers by just spinning in circles with a giant sword like that's fucking anime dude and it's a video game and it's awesome because you yeah. just kill everything in one hit and then you just watch your your combo and death counters right yeah infinitely scale um i got that game on day one because of your recommendation yeah. i i still don't know a whole lot about berserk but i, I at the time i really didn't know anything about berserk but you sung its praise, and so I was like, "Yeah, sure." This was back when I was, you know, single and could buy whatever, buy and play whatever uh, game I wanted to without worrying about, you know, having to spend time with anybody else. But women, she's flipping me off. Whoa. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sam. Sam's got it even worse because he's got a kid too. <laughs> she's pretty but, cool though. Yeah, she's That's pretty cool. fair. She talks about Elmo but, all day. Oh, that's adorable. I love that. <laughs> she hasn't discovered what her species is capable of yet. That's why. <laughs> Give it a few years. Not yet. But, and yeah, I thought, and I think that was my first, I don't ever know how you pronounce it. Misu? Musuo? I don't know how you say I always it. just say Musou. I don't know the proper way. Musou, yeah. That, that genre. Miso I think that was soup. my first. Yeah, yeah Miso soup. <laughs> Miso sexy. Um, <laughs> I think that was my first game in that genre. Um, I think either my first or one of my first, but but yeah, we're not exaggerating. What do you see? You mow down thousands of enemies in the span of like five minutes. It's insane. It's so bloody yeah. too. I it's, love it's it. So fun. really yeah. satisfying. Just one swipe of the Dragon Slayer sword, and it's just red everywhere. <laughs> and the yeah. blood stays on the floor in this game too. It's great. Yeah, it's really like the cool. bodies will disappear, but there's always fucking blood like everywhere. Yeah. I remember a year or so ago. I remembered this game and I got on the PlayStation store to try to find it. Cause I felt like playing it and it wasn't on the PlayStation store anymore. So I don't, mm. it, it's as far as I know, it's a really hard game to find now. Cause I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah. I think it's off shelves. I have the, the physical copy still. Cause that's the only way I can play it. I think they delisted it at one point. 
Yeah. I don't know why. It's an awesome game, but I would love to go back and play it again. It's so fun. I think it had something to do with the the whole thing when um, they were trying to see who is going to be granted like the rights to writing the manga and like the, the blueprints apparently that were like passed down. I don't know. Maybe something around there because there was a whole bunch of shit going on and it took it took like a year um, to even have any kind of information when like the next chapter was even supposed to come out mm-hmm. they had, like a whole new volume. I think there's another volume still set to come out. Um, yeah. I think I'm, I'm uh, didn't sure. the guy's son like take over or something like that? Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't remember what his son's name. I don't know. I just, I just love that the OG is fucking Kentaro. It's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking fist of the North Star, baby. <laughs> uh, and then you know, Berserk man gave us Dark Souls. Wouldn't it have did, it without yeah. it. It's fucking nuts. And he is not shy about it at all. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Artorius uh, is just guts. It's just guts. Mm-hmm. Fucking Sif is just another is. another piece of proof for the whole fucking wolf thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, like aside from that game, just the, just that genre in general is just—it's so fun. There's a couple of shitters, obviously. Like they're not all going to be fun, um, especially with like mm-hmm. Dynasty Warriors. I think the last like three entries have been pretty terrible, especially when they tried to go open world and it just fucking ruined everything. I um, didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds wild. Dynasty Warriors was a nine, I think they tried doing it. It's like really fucking awkward. Um. Warriors Orochi, I think, is the only one because they've only had three games so far. I'm waiting for a fourth still, but they're like the only one that's uh, been strong and just getting better as they go. Because mm. um, those really games like are another the... one where it's just littered with characters. Like you'll have like yeah. 500 fucking characters at the end, and then it's like 6,000 weapons for each of them. Like it's like a fucking Lego so game. It's a content dump. Like if you like, like unlocking yeah. shit, they're the perfect games to play. Yeah, because you'll be yeah. there forever. I... I really liked uh, Hyrule Warriors when it first came out, the Legend of Zelda one. I thought so that was fun. Part for a while. two is fun. Yeah. I like, yeah, so Age of Calamity. Such a fun game. It's so good. The whole, the, all the, the fucking Ganon levels that are playable are insane. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. It's such a cool game. One of these days, they're going to come out with a Mario game of that, in that genre. <laughs> oh, that'd be just, sick. That'd be kind of hype. Just. Killing thousands of Goombas all in one. All in Why one haven't they, dude? What are you waiting for? Zelda got one before Mario, bro. Come on. Almost every IP has gotten a, a game in this genre, so it's about time that Mario yeah. has. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 overdue, man. There's so many Super Mario IPs too. I'm surprised don't have it, and I would love to see. Mm-hmm. I would love to see just like a spinoff, like a fucking Dark Souls one. I think would be. Oh, oh that'd man. be cool. Where you play as like the bosses instead. Ooh. Oh, dude! Nice idea. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. Give me a fucking Godzilla one with like mini kaiju's, and then you fight like the boss ones at the end. Be cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Good entry, Joe. I forget about those games. Yeah, me too. There's a lot, man. There's a fucking shit ton. There's also Samurai yeah. Warriors. Like, there's so many. They had the Gundam spinoffs. Endless. I think there's a Persona one, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that the, just came out. yeah. It's like what is that? Four Arena, I think, was the one. Yeah, something, something like that. that. I don't know. Or five Arena, I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, yeah. they're everywhere, dude. You can't escape them. And it's beautiful. Nope. 
Give me all the Warriors games. <laughs> Give me nom nom nom. They even had Warriors All Star where they just threw a bunch of shit into one game. We're like, here you go. <laughs> like, here's a bunch of Japanese people. <laughs> I didn't know. I had no idea that the pirate because I've seen the Pirate Warriors games everywhere, but I never touched them because it's One Piece. Mm-hmm. I don't know One Piece. But if I had known that they were these styles of games, I might have given them a chance because you're exactly right. They're a great jumping in point for learning about these because yeah. they don't go lore heavy. It's a nice easy turn your brain off way to kind of dive into these different animes yeah i love you yeah. so cute um but no that's that's how i got into uh that's how i got into dragon ball z in the first place was i played uh oh, nice. I think it was xenoverse and i was like wow this is the coolest thing i've ever seen i gotta watch the show uh and the show was a lot better than xenoverse <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say did your opinion change after you watched <laughs> I was the same way with Kakarot. Like, I still haven't watched the show just because I I don't have the time to to watch something as huge as Dragon Ball. That's only 297 episodes of Z. It's easy. That's not too bad. (laughs) Playing playing Kakarot really kind of made me realize, oh, I I understand what the hype is about Dragon Ball Z. It's essentially anime Superman, but cooler. Yeah. So Inspired by Sun Wukong. (laughs) Oh really? Oh yeah, I think we tell. That's why they have the monkey tails. Yeah, mm-hmm. good old Dragon Boy was, I think, the original one. Yeah, nice. Yep. Good All stuff. right. What else we got, Sam? Um. So my my next on my list, I have um, and this was a big one. I got hated on for through my childhood and my friend group, but Assassin's Creed Three. I've always i've I've had a soft spot for. I, I think it's it. um. What was that? I love that one. I'm oh, the really? Same way. Yeah, I, have I love not Assassin's heard Creed Three. From many people, that's cool. Three, no, I mean, cool. I think it's I think it's a great game. It gets shit on a lot for some, I guess, valid reasons, but I don't really agree with most of them. The uh, but I think I don't know. It's cool. Like I really like Connor as a protagonist. Uh, a lot of people don't. They say he's you know emotionless, whatever. I think it's fair after seeing your entire village being massacred to. Have a lack of emotion. That's what um, I said, too. Come on, yeah. put yourself in his shoes, man. I think it makes sense. Um, I don't know. I think it's important to the overall story of Assassin's Creed, whereas, like, it's it marks the end of Desmond's story. You know, we get to see how that concludes in that game. Uh, despite how you may feel about it, it's there. Uh, first use of naval combat in that game, Ooh. even though it was really primitive, but it was... Mm. It shook shook up the whole industry for a while. It gave um, us Black Flag. It did give us Black Flag. True. And yeah, no, I mean, I think it's I think it's a great game. I think Revolutionary mm-hmm. War is one of my favorite points in history. So I think getting to actually play through that and like see all of the major things that I'd been learning about for so long was super cool to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that game's combat yep. is great too. I'll stand by that. Even though it's like the old Assassin's Creed just counter and attack. I think it's really satisfying, specifically in three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the free running was nice too. It's where they they changed that up for the first time too. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Assassin's no, think, Creed Three is dope, man. Yeah, I, really it's like it. I don't <laughs> like the way it ended though. I think was the only actual issue I had with it because we had that idea um, that we were supposed to have like. Desmond actually having a purpose where he was supposed to like right. gather shit from the past and it was supposed to be like 
present day Abstergo shit and the mm-hmm. actual Templars that still exist. And there's supposed to be like a whole thing with that. And I don't, I still to this, I don't know why they just scrapped it because in theory, the idea sounded really cool. We're supposed to be like gathering pieces from the past, like his ancestors and using it to fight like a current war. It sounded really yeah. fucking cool. But then they ended with like <laughs> giving you a choice to like touch the apple or not or whatever. But then it ends the same way anyway. It was just kind of like, right. Oh, Hype me up, fucking blue balled me for no fucking reason. Yeah, um, I guess there wasn't really a point to Desmond in the end. If you if you think yeah, about it, it made me waste time and all those fucking out of the animus long right. ass fucking story progression parts throughout the first five games that came out, and then it was for that nothing. is another cool thing I really like about three though is um I never liked the out of animus portions until Assassin's Creed three. Because you go, uh, there's a few missions where, like, you go to, like, this football stadium in Brazil, and it's just the inanimous gameplay, but with Desmond, and you have, like, a pistol, and it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I think they could have definitely expanded on that, but oh well. They're supposed to. Yeah. (laughs) I just loved running through the wilderness in that game. I thought it was so cool. Because before in Assassin's Creed, it was all cities. There was a little bit of countryside in mm-hmm. like Assassin's Creed 2 and stuff. And there was the in-between locations in the first Assassin's Creed. But this is the first time where you had, you know, you had cities and then you had just forest and streams. Right. And and it would it would change depending on the seasons. It was just very freeing. And it was very, they integrated very seamlessly. Like, there's one thing between scaling up buildings and man-made things that are all very sy- symmetrical. But... You had just trees growing in every single direction with just branches sticking out, but they still made the parkour very seamless and parkour. fun. And parkour. so I really liked just exploring the world of Assassin's Creed 3. And I agree with you. I think it was so cool choosing that time period because I remember when it was announced and I was I was so surprised that they chose something that recent with Assassin's oh, yeah. Creed. Because before that, it was all... Eight, not ancient times because the Assassin's Creed the, the, is just, you know, 15th century. But still, right. the fact that it got that new and that close mm-hmm. to home was mind-blowing for me. No, yeah, yeah, I agree. It was it was a risk, but I think it paid off. I think yeah. uh, an assassin with a flintlock pistol is one of the coolest things ever. Muskets oh, are yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I love the fact good, that they had you play as a Native American. I thought that, like, right. story-wise, that was such a good use of of being an assassin. Because Native Americans, man, guerrilla warfare, hiding and stealthing and things like that, ambushing, they're basically assassins. So For it's sure. really, really cool. Yeah, and I, I think that from, like, a narrative perspective, that was definitely the easiest, or maybe not easiest, but, like, the way that made the most sense, because, like, he has more reason than anyone to get involved in the overall conflict. Mm-hmm. And I think it just, I don't know, it, it writes itself. It was really well done. Yeah. And how about that plot twist when, like, two hours into the game, when Connor is finally born, yep. and the character he's been playing this whole time drops mm-hmm. the bomb that he's been a Templar this entire time. Yep. It's like, that was, a, that was a really cool plot twist. I thought that yeah. was really fun. You get an achievement. It's like, how do you like them apples? I love that part so much. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, I never understood. I never understood why Assassin's Creed Three didn't get as much love as the other ones. I think it's a very cool game. 
It's definitely oh, better yeah. than a, than a lot of the more recent ones. That's for sure. <laughs> for sure, yeah. I I would much rather play that over uh, Valhalla. I think. <laughs> yeah. Although I think we can all agree that Black Flag is the best one. I love Black Flag. Yeah, I had to give Valhalla cool. another go because I think I I don't think I gave it a fair chance when I first tried playing it. But yeah. On it's, my second attempt, I've been liking it a little bit more. It's a lot of fun sometimes for me, but I don't know. I think I think there's just too much to do, and maybe that's just because I don't have a lot of time to play games right now. But like, there there's a whole Odyssey. lot going on in that game. <laughs> it's it's Odyssey was so big too, point. with too much nothing in between shit. Yeah, I yeah, made exactly. The exact same point on recent episodes, Sam. Games these days you are did. too big with too many things to do, and they just need to shrink them down. They don't have to shrink them down a lot. Just shrink them down a little bit. Shave some. <laughs> Maybe of that you, you shouldn't off. play Baldur's Gate three. <laughs> Maybe not. I was honestly gonna make that statement. Like as much as I've talked about this, the fact that I'm still excited to play Baldur's Gate three. It's like, uh, maybe I won't like it as much. But I mean, even so, you you haven't even gotten past Act 1, and you're still having a blast with it. So I feel like but, this, that's probably a game I can make an exception for. I think the difference with Baldur's Gate 3 is that, like, everything in that game matters to some degree. Like, yeah. it's a huge world, a but it doesn't thing. feel bloated, because everything, like, you'll do it, and you'll it'll either incorporate itself into the story, or you'll get something really cool, and it, like, it makes sense. And it, it's Where, like... It's fun to fuck up in that game, too. It is, yeah. Which is great. Like, just wandering too far and, like, realizing too late that, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be here yet, but, like, there's nothing you can do about it, which happens yeah, quite a lot in that game, which is great. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, still play it anyway. For sure. Oh yeah, I oh, will. Fuck what I said. Just play it anyway. <laughs> when it comes out, I'll probably like if it if it does come out on on Xbox soon. I'm pretty sure it's like early December. I'll probably I'll probably use some like Christmas money or something to buy it because I I do. They said uh, it. it is it is still like on the path for a December release. So it okay, is cool. And also the it's a uh, Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark. Oh, I did hear about that That's one. Like, I had no idea it was the third one. Apparently, it's a it's a prequel, but it was the third game in their trilogy. Mm. Oh, that's dumb. Awful. They really yeah, that's it. what I've heard. Yeah. Unfortunate, because the first two games are incredible. They're they're super cool. The fact that you can you just click a stick and you just instantly transform. It's just it's just oh, yeah. so fucking cool. <laughs> With the, with the yeah. blah, 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 noise. I so, was just about to say, man, the sound effects. <laughs> That's the best part. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, and the fact that it's, you can still tell, like, each of the Transformers still transform into their signature vehicles, even though it's mm-hmm. alien. Like, Bumblebee still transforms into a little yellow Camaro, even though it's not. It's an alien vehicle. Yeah. But you, you still tell what it's supposed to be. It's very cool. Yeah, I agree. I really appreciate that that game was like the cartoon and comic book designs rather than like the Michael Bay over design transformer type of thing. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. It would have suffered a lot more if it was like that. I, I bet. But devastation. It was really good too, because they still yeah. like G one transformers, like full mm-hmm. look and all that shit. And like, the yeah, old, I think I did PS2 like... transformers games like that too, which is amazing. Yeah. Just stay away from the movies. This lesson learned. <laughs> just avoid the movies. Although, 
the 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 game version of the first Transformers movie was 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 pretty cool. I remember that. I've been saying that forever. I love that game. It was it was, it was pretty fun. Mine pulped yeah. video on it. It made me hate it, mm. but you know. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what I that's what I watched. Yeah, and I remember playing it. I was like, you know what? This was a pretty fun game for a for a movie tie-in game, and those typically aren't very good. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I never I remember a lot. So when I was a kid, I had like this weird obsession with movie tie-in games. I played every single one that would come out but the transformers one it, it was real good i think it was just like the free roam in that game i really liked because mm-hmm. you could just yeah. like kind of mess up the city if you wanted to and that was a yeah, lot of yeah, fun yeah. But, yeah it was a good time yeah i had it on 360 i remember good times i think we had i think we had it on wii actually <laughs> oh <laughs> that was back in our in our wii era man i first played uh star wars the force unleashed on wii that was that was a rough time. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that PS2 is the way to go with that game. Yeah, definitely. Which is ironic because that's what the Switch port is. It's the PS2 version. Mm. And that's is that, dude. Zach has been singing that game's praises because it's the PS2 version that they played. <laughs> yeah. No, it's there's like it's good. It's a fun weirdly series. extra content in the PS2 version. I don't really know why, but it's it's good. Which is weird I've because it, actually. Godzilla unleashed it the opposite. The Wii version had all the cool shit, but it was forced motion controls, and I, I hated it. I couldn't buy oh, it. Yeah. I bought it on PS2 instead. Fucking sucked. Yeah. Even <laughs> on the emulator on my fucking on uh, on Steam Deck, it like it tries to utilize like a like a motion control, but it doesn't work. Even though it's supposed to be like overridden with like mouse inputs, so you, yeah. you can't you can't play. Godzilla Unleashed on like an emulator. It fucking annoys me so much. That sucks. Yeah. It does suck. Because it had like six extra characters on the Wii version. <laughs> oh wow. Holy you shit. Orga. You couldn't yeah. use Orga on PS2 and I hated it. Bastards. Oh man. Alright. Uh the next one on my list, like I said, it kind of goes it kind of ties back to our discussion about Marvel. But um Marvel Snap. Oh um, yeah. Oh god. <laughs> we talk about this a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay, so I have a lo- Marvel Snap is bad for me, but I I I have a love-hate relationship with this game. Um it's it's very fun. I enjoy playing it, but it also uh it 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 brings something out of me, man. It's I get so angry playing that game. I I had to, I've taken several breaks from it. I have taken like a month off of that game several times, and I tell myself I'm just gonna forget about it. I'm not gonna go back, but I always, I always end up going back to it, and I don't know what it is. Um, I, I've mentioned this before with the talk about like live service games. It's 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 dangerous because they're constantly rele- releasing new things, and it punishes you if you don't play for a little bit because you miss out on all that shit. And that's kind of what has me in its in its hooks. Um, I'm paranoid I'm going to miss out on something. It's... <laughs> Ooh, man. But if you don't know, Marvel Snap, is a, it's a mobile game. It won mobile game of the year last year. For good reason. It is a very good game. Yeah. It's from the creator. Mm-hmm. It, was Ben Bro the creator of Hearthstone, or did he just, like, work on it? Um, He was... I think he was one of, like, the, the, the main leads in, like, the, the creative team. And I th- yeah. think he also worked on like the design of like the like the OG like vanilla Hearthstone cards. Yeah, he, he was a big part of it at the beginning of it. I just don't remember right um, exactly what it is. 
Yeah, Ben Brode is is a big name in 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 the world of uh of of mobile card games, as big of a world as that is. But a lot of people got massive. really really hi- yeah, a lot of people got really hyped when they announced he was making this game uh, because Ben Brode is self included. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I did get into it day one when it launched, and I've been playing it on and off ever since. Which it just had its first year anniversary, and there's I gotta hand it to them, they're doing really good with releasing steady content like every single week a new card releases every single week they haven't skipped one it's insane to think about um uh, i i vpn'd into i think it was vietnam so i can play <laughs> the <laughs> the early access shit because they only release it in like small waves in like random countries that's and funny I, uh, I like went on my nord account like vpn to like fucking vietnam or some shit so i can play it for like two weeks before it came out nice yeah um but yeah it's a it's a lane battler card game uh whereas there are three different locations and you play cards to them with different amounts of power and at the end of the game it's if you win two out of the three locations you've won the game and the thing that kind of sets marvel snap apart from other games like hearthstone is that it's only a three minute game uh there are six rounds in the game and each one is set to like a timer to where if you take too long you just run out of time and it skips you so you have to be very very attentive you can play several different games in the span of like 10, 15 minutes. It doesn't take very long at all. And that's part of the addictiveness of it. Because even if you lose a game, which I lose quite often, um, you can just tap the button and get right back into another game. It's really quick and easy. Decks are only 12 cards. So it's not like a big 60-card deck you're making. So deck building is incredibly easy. You only have one copy of each card. And each card just has a cost, a power, and a special effect. Um, So... And each card is a Marvel character. That's where the Marvel comes in. You got Spider-Man, Venom, Iron Man, Captain America. Funnily enough, all like the OG Avengers characters, most of them suck in this game. <laughs> right? Um, it's a lot. Yeah, like Captain America has needed a buff forever. He is not any good. They're so um, niche. Like Thor decks, I remember, were so much fun, but they were so hard to actually like have like a fully functioning one. Yeah, Thor's not bad. He's getting better now because there's a lot of like Thor Lockjaw decks that go around and make use of his hammer, but. Iron Man has been the best one, best one of the best cards in that game since launch, and they haven't touched him. He's the exact same as they've always been. But Hawkeye's had a touch up, Black Widow's had a touch up, Hulk kind of had a touch up with the release of um, High Evolutionary. But mm. um, you can tell I like this game a lot. I keep I ha- more than half the time on YouTube is spent watching people so play hard Marvel right Snap. Now. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely if you're if if any of you guys know anything about like these types of of, of online card games where they release new content, the, it very it's very much meta dependent on how much fun you're going to have because mm. it's it's Sadly. not a pay to it's not a pay to win or a pay to play card game. There are plenty of players who are free to play. I was free to play for the longest time, but eventually I decided to bite the bullet and and buy the season pass cards because each month you can buy the season pass for ten bucks and it comes with a new card. Uh, the season pass card of that month. Um, and then all the other cards that get released that month, you can unlock by like spending tokens, which costs a lot of money. Or you can unlock them. Like the most recent card that came out, Gladiator, I actually did unlock uh, naturally. Um, because if you upgrade your cards enough, it gives you a collection level, and that gives you different types of rewards. Sometimes it gives you credits, sometimes it gives you tokens, sometimes it gives you variants of cards. 
every now and again you'll get something called like a like a uh, a spotlight cash and that has a chance of getting you either the new card of the week or like a premium variant of a card you already own so the chances there's like four different things and the chances of you getting the new card are kind of slim but I actually did open up a spotlight cash the other night and I was lucky enough I got the new cards. So it is possible to get the new cards without paying for them, but it's difficult. Um, mm. car card acquisition is one of the biggest problems that that game has had since its inception. It's a lot better than it used to be. It used to be impossible to get new cards. You almost had to spend money on them. But nowadays with the spotlight caches and the token shop, it is a lot easier, but it's still a bit of a problem. That we're hoping Second Dinner, which is the company that that make that develops the game, we're hoping that they keep addressing. They have been really good recently with consistently releasing patches and fixes and things like that to make the game more accessible and friendlier for for a lot of players. Kind of help even the playing field. It's still not quite there yet, but it's getting there. So I do appreciate that, and that's why I do feel fine about spending money on this game because I have bought most of the season passes. Um, for like this year, I think I've only skipped out on one. So I have put some money in this game. Not not as much as like YouTube content creators do because they buy like everything. But I at least will spend ten bucks a month, if for no other reason than to support Second Dinner. Because despite the problems this game has, they do they are trying. They're very transparent with their patches. They'll come out with tons of notes that'll say why they're doing certain things. They will apologize if they make a mistake for something. Ben Brode is very, very good with communicating with people like on Twitter and stuff, and he'll do things with content creators. So as far as like communicating with your player base, Second Dinner is really, really, really good at that. And I do feel fine with supporting them, at least in that respect, with my 10 bucks every month. Plus, I get a brand new card I get to try out. It's a lot of fun. But this game is very, very addicting. A lot of people... Joe, I know you dropped off of it a long time ago. Um, yeah, what's the, re what's the reason you stopped playing it? Um, I think for me is it started to get to that point where it started to feel like Hearthstone again for me uh, when I stopped playing that as well where you were very very meta reliant unless you were in like the top bracket where you didn't give a shit if you lost games anymore so mm -hmm. it was like in order to climb you had to play like one of these four or five decks like that's basically all you could do fooling around was not meant for climbing um mm -hmm. And then I think the other major thing where like as easy as it was to progress like your uh, like your card level or whatever it was that lets you unlock the, the cubes and shit mm -hmm. uh, as, as easy as it was. I think for me, I didn't like that there was no prioritization with it. Like you can unlock variants constantly until they implemented that feature where like, I don't remember, it was like 10 in a row and you're guaranteed to get a card or some shit. But I, I think it would have been better if they focus on unlocking the random pool cards first until you have them all, and then you would be able to get variants. Because mm -hmm. it, it, it would get annoying for me where I'd play a whole bunch in like one night and I would get like, you know, six unlocks worth of levels. And it was mm -hmm. maybe like one card and the rest were just like variant after variant after variant. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, like. I get the point, man. Like, I want to get Doctor Doom. Like, and it was just bullshit constantly. <laughs> yeah. And it was, I, I don't know. I just got annoyed with it. Um, yeah. And then the unlocking process got really slow because I was less interested in playing because I was like, I'm not going to fucking unlock anything from leveling anyway. Mm -hmm. So, what's the point? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 
like uh, like the Devil Dinosaur deck was like the big thing, and it was it was fun for a while, but then it was kind of like everybody's using this, and mm-hmm. then it was like the Killmonger counters and all that shit. It was uh, it was it yeah. was like you would fight the same two things back and forth over and over again, and I was I was yeah. Yeah, no, you make some good points. That that still is one of my biggest problems with the game is a lot of times it is very meta dependent. Like there's there'll be three or four decks that are like dominating and you feel like you have to play those decks if you want to progress at all. But, you know, I just want to play what I want to play. You know, I don't want to have to play a certain card or a certain deck just to win some games. You know, I like to make these weird decks deck building and deck crafting is a really cool part of this game and it's pretty easy because again you only have a 12 card deck now they did include a couple of extra modes that makes this easier you don't have to just be on the ladder all the time um you can play against other other players now like and by that i mean you can like you know swap codes or whatever and specifically play a match against someone you know they could that that wasn't a launch feature and so they also have it ever to come out too. I remember it when took I was, forever, I was yeah. waiting for it so like I could play with you. Yeah, and it was just it kept getting pushed back, and I was uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, it I'm came done. out after <laughs> you dropped, and we haven't played yeah. yet. Um, and then there's conquest mode now, which is really cool. It's like a an, a, an arena style where you play against one person back to back again, and you each have like like different health. And that mode specifically has certain unlocks that you can get just for playing this mode. Um, certain card variants and things like that. It's really cool. I've done it a couple times, and I've actually done fairly good in it. And that does not affect your ladder standing. So that, especially the like beginner level, because they have they have like a, a bronze, silver, and gold conquest, and like the very very first one is just like two or three matches. It doesn't. It's free to get in. The other ones you have to spend gold or tickets, which you win from competing the lower rungs. But the very first one doesn't cost anything to get in. You can go in it for free. So that's a really good place to like actually try out unique decks without worrying about losing any progress or cubes or anything like that. So the inclusion of modes like that has really helped in that respect. But and especially once you hit infinite, which is level 100 your rank doesn't matter anymore because you can't drop below that threshold because then you can, then you can experiment with different decks and not worrying about losing as much. But that window where... Because each month, you your level resets. You go down like 20 ranks, I think. Because I've hit infinite for like three months in a row and it always bumps me down to like level 73 or something like that. So for the first part of the month where I'm trying to hit infinite that is the most stressful part of playing this game because every single cube matters um this month was the quickest i've ever hit infinite i hit it in like 48 hours maybe a little less um yeah (laughs) once i hit that this is like the part of the game that's 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 really bad for me because i am obsessed with this game and it stresses me the fuck out when i'm trying to hit infinite once i hit infinite and the earlier I hit it, the better it is because I can kind of coast the rest of the month. I can put it down for a couple of days if I want to. And I have done that. I Today was the first time I'd played a couple matches in a couple of days. And I don't have to worry about losing ranks because I'm, I'm infinite. I'm not going to drop below infinite until the start of next season. So the first week is really stressful. I'm on it constantly. I'm beating my head against the wall because I'm not great at this game. Even though I hit infinite really quickly... It's not because I'm necessarily a great player. It's just, you know, you got to know the ins and outs of the meta and stuff like that. But I get beat constantly. 
once I hit infinite, those losses don't hurt as much, and I can go for a while with I can go for a while in between matches, and I'm fine. But it's that it's the climb that really gets me, and I shouldn't let it bother me as much as I do. But oh boy, it's stressful. It's not good for me. It's definitely a guilty pleasure because it's a game I should not be playing as much as I do. But unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I do. So Fair it's enough, a full time job. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it starts to feel like yeah. Yeah, stress. for real. You gotta start getting paid for it. Just record it <laughs> every time you play and upload it. Yeah. I wish there was just a. I don't even know what you would call it, but just like a free mode, you could just. Not even conquest. Like I don't want it to be like an arena or like a tournament style. Make it just like the ladder, where it's just one match at a time, but there's no stakes to it. You know just what I mean? Unranked. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, unranked. Casuals. Once they release that, that's what I'll be in like constantly. Because I won't, I don't, I won't have the stress of trying to hit infinite. I probably still will try to hit infinite, but knowing that I could, I could easily just go back to this unranked mode and try out some decks and just play to my heart's content. I think will take that stress away from me. So I hope it's, they come it's out. It's interesting because like Hearthstone has uh, casuals, ranked like arena, brawl. There's a cool like roguelite mode that I play all the time, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like an auto chess kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. The roguelite thing is really co- cool. I think I would like to see that in Marvel Snap, and I, I might come back and play that again because the whole your whole deck's based off just random shit that you get yeah. as you're playing it, which is cool. People have wanted a draft mode for a long time. I know that there have been some mods people are able to make to like draft decks. I don't know how they do it. People are players are smart, man. They come up with the mods and stuff. There's it's not official. <laughs> But people do want it to come as an official mode to where, you know, it's like a draft conquest or whatever, where it gives you like a pool of cards and you have to draft the cards to make your deck. I think that would be super fun. Because then you're not worried about going up against the the top meta deck, you know, it's whatever bullshit the other guy came up with on the fly. Before I forget, my my wife said to tell you guys to read Legends and Lattes, if you haven't. I've heard of that, I think. I have it's not. Like a cozy fantasy D and D based book that she said it's a it's a lot of fun and it makes you a novel of high good. fantasy and low stakes. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a gentle not little cozy her, set her type of genre, but factor. she's been loving it. So hmm. well, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check every, it out. Every five minutes, she's like, "This book's so cute." <laughs> Aw, I do love me a cute book. I don't think I've ever read like a cozy book. That sounds really interesting. That's how she was. I, She's like, I... I always avoided it because I don't want to read this when I'm reading fantasy, but her friend right. it to her. She's yeah. really liking it. So It honestly sounds relaxing because between some That's of the books said. that I read that are like, oh, 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 all the time, it's like, yeah. just chill. Yeah. Just chilling sounds good. Just chill the fuck out, man. It's nice. Yeah. But yeah, Marvel oh. Snap is. Is a huge guilty pleasure for me. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad to see you uh, torturing yourself every day. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just so guilty that I feel like I'm my life is worse with it in there. So. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, the um, month I took off was really freeing. Actually, I should probably do it again soon. But <laughs> goddamn Ben Brode, man. I believe Bastard. that's also the mentality of crack addicts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. You're a crackhead. I, uh, I I can't blame you though, because uh, 
the game I'm talking about next is exactly the same for me, where I know okay. it's, it's it's terrible for my health and well-being. But uh, Rocket League, man, it's uh, oh. <laughs> nice. Rocket League's so fun, though. You gotta be a fucking yeah. masochist, bro, to play this game because it's tough. It's such a, it is really such a love-hate relationship. But I think mm-hmm. in terms of technically PvP type games where it's it's only online, um, there's never been a game that I've played like that where I get as aggressively frustrated and then super excited as quickly as they can happen. This game in the matter of just like <laughs> the same match. Mm-hmm. You can go from getting completely fucking shat on and then all of a sudden get like two goals like back to back that are like super hype and then just mad because you end up losing anyway. And I, I don't know. I think it's terrible for everyone's mental and physical health. It's it's an <laughs> awful game, but it's it's so addicting <laughs> and so fun just for those few times that you actually have a good experience while you're playing it. Um, but Sorry, I guess also... No, nah, it's all good. Um, I think it's also just the growth of learning and mastering new mechanics in that game and finally being able to do something that you've been trying to do and it's not happening on accident anymore is really satisfying. Um, but it's like, I don't know, it's a fun game, but God fucking damn it, dude, is that shit stressful as hell. Uh, it's like... We always get so hyped, like our, our group of friends were like, oh, I will play some Rocket League. It's like, oh, hell yeah, I'll play some Rocket League, whatever. And then in a matter of like two minutes, we're like, why the fuck are we playing this game again? <laughs> this is awful. I don't know why I fucking did this to myself. And then you'll win the next game. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. I fucking love Rocket League, bro. Shit's so good. It's such a fun game. I love it so much. I love I love being hard stuck fucking gold my whole fucking life and never climbing ranks ever. It's so good. <laughs> Yep, that's exactly me with with Marvel Snap. I'll win a match and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, dude, this is awesome. I love this game." And then I'll lose, and I'm just like, oh, "Fucking throw my phone!" Oh, fuck this game. Delete. Deleted it. I hate it. Yep. Awful. Yeah. Uh I played the shit out of Rocket League when it first came out, man. I miss when it was new because like everybody was just dumb. No one knew what the fuck was going on. Nobody was like, good at it. Yeah. Now there's all like, whenever you did like a fucking like a double jump forward roll shot you were like yo i'm a fucking god dude and now people are like flying upside down in the air and twisting their cars do all these fucking reverse flip reset backwards musty aerial shits it's like what is happening dude like yeah that that's like the one the one thing that happens in a game where your mood shifts so drastically because like i'm i'm hard stuck gold uh i've accepted it i'll, I'll never progress past this until i learned to master like every mechanic that exists but we'll get in our group we'll queue up go into like duos or trios ranked start the game you know like all right whatever these guys are they look they look okay and then as soon as you see like the first dude go up for an aerial and he starts twisting and getting slight ball control you're like all right i'm fucking over fuck this game i can't (laughs) i can't do that shit i don't want to watch you do that shit Fucking, yeah, like they'll go for like aerials from like across the whole field and like hit it. And I don't know. There's just so much RNG too. People get so fucking lucky just like accidentally being in a good spot. Like you get a really good save and it just like fucking snipes out into the corner and like some idiot on the other team is just like 
upside down for some reason. And like as he flips, he hits the ball without even intending to. It just it just fucking shoots straight into your goal. It's like, oh yeah, of course, sure. Yeah, he meant to do that, right? And then Why you not? get hit with like the what a save, what a save, what a save. This is rocket league. <laughs> like, fuck you. I'm probably gonna play it tonight, but you know, whatever. <laughs> like, Honestly, I just thought of league. one way that second dinner can drastically improve Marvel Snap. Rocket League collab. No, it's removing the emotes. <laughs> <laughs> the emotes. Because emotes are cancer, dude. Yeah, there are Hate there are it. a lot of games that I lose, and I can lose them with class, you know, especially if we get, like, you know, fist bumps. But as soon as someone starts spamming the Ms. Marvel thumbs up emoji, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm reaching through my phone and strangling this person. Oh yeah, my man. God. If they removed that's... that shit, I would be a much happier Marvel Snap player. That's the, that's the... What a save, uh, nice pass, and the wow fucking reaction oh, yeah. in Rocket League. Those are the three, <laughs> the holy trinity of fuck you that exists in that game. Mm-hmm. And it's it's always yeah. whenever they get lucky. Every time. They won't even intend to do anything, and they're like, oh, wow, wow, wow. This is Rocket <laughs> League. Like, fuck yeah, you, man. man. Emotes are Hate a cancer. It. They really are. It's awful. It's fucking awful. And then, uh, they have like the, uh, the 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 shot anthems, like when you get your goal, and it has like the little music clip. There's always there's like three different songs that like the most toxic people always have, and it's just <laughs> as soon as you hear it, you're like, yeah, I fucking knew it. Knew it was gonna be you. <laughs> this makes bitch. sense. This tracks. Yeah. This tracks. I hate it. Oh uh, um, man, it's it's fun. It's a fun game though, all in all. Yeah, but... it's fun more than it's not. But when it's not fun, it's really not fun. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like I said. You can go from just this insane range of emotions in the same mm-hmm. five minute game, and it's it's sitting there on the toilet game. playing. I'm sitting there on the toilet playing Marvel Snap, and I've just got like my head in my 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 head in my hands. I'm like ripping hair out by the strand. It's like You're I'm shitting fighting blood. <laughs> yeah. I'm fighting for my life in there for more than one reason. Just, God fucking damn it! Jessica's like, oh my god, are you sick? Like, Marvel snaps. Look at this fucking Might as well be sick. It. Oh, oh my god. She hates well, that game. All, she hates it so much. It. I can imagine. Oh yeah. It's funny, like, I feel like I, I play Rocket League the most. Like, it just so happens when, like, Liana's back at, like, her assignment or whatever. And it's, like, the only game that I just, like, I scream when I get mad. <laughs> like like a yeah. freak. Yeah. And she's never home, luckily, because I feel like she would just get rid of my computer at that point or some shit. Like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. No, for sure. Man. That's how... The only game that I get, like, super intense with like that is probably um, Apex. <laughs> I go oh, crazy man. when I play Apex. I, 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 used I don't know. To too. I'm not the best at it, but I, I can be pretty toxic sometimes. I think that's another game. Like finally quitting Apex was like such a relief because it was yeah. like the same <laughs> shit. Like I, I, I oh, enjoy free. the mechanics and the feel of that game. Like I, I enjoy because like, you know, like the powers and like the guns mm-hmm. and shit are fun and like the movement feels sick. But it's like, I'm just I'm not good. <laughs> like, yeah. it was, it's so frustrating to like 
like you know you get on with the boys like oh yeah let's try, let's try to get like one fucking dub this game yeah and mm-hmm. you just get dogged on immediately <laughs> over and over and over and over and like apex was like the king of like getting third partied like you could have sure. like such a good fight going, like where you, you're like, all right, two are knocked. There's only one left. He's behind the rock. Let's push, and then out of nowhere, just fucking beamed, and you're just yep. like, all right, that was it. And then you're just back <laughs> at the I'm lobby. It's like, all right, fucking yep. <laughs> feels like Apex. Yeah. And then oh, we just man. stopped because like nothing was changing. There's no positive. We're like, fuck it. We all shifted to Fortnite permanently, and I've never been happier. In my life. <laughs> oh man, yeah. OG Fortnite maps back and they're adding it, shit every week and it oh, it's so, good. It's good. So good. I'm gonna miss it when it's gone in December second, but I love Fortnite, dude. No build yeah. was the greatest thing video game developers could have ever done. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. There's so much cool shit in Fortnite that no one gives a shit about because of building. And now that no builds out, people are like, oh, I guess this game is pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Like I got yeah, so no many build. of my friends to start playing it because there's no build. Like everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm never to touch Fortnite. Fuck that shit. And I got like eight friends to fucking start playing it like religiously. And it's just no, shooting it's like... now. There's no building. Yeah. Yeah. Like you go. Oh, yeah, use, man. You have to queue yeah. specifically into no build. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's just Fortnite without the bullshit. It's great. Yeah. That no, it's amazing. That makes me want to go play. Realize before <laughs> yeah. no build, like how fun Fortnite actually is. But the the gameplay is so nice and just like I don't know. It's it's a really good time. It's just a fun chill game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's smooth. Like I actually am good at it. I have a four point nine eight KD in squads. Like there you go, absurd. Dropped a twenty bomb like three days ago. Oh, I go crazy with that thermal sniper rifle. It's a great time. Oh, you're one of those guys. Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. Thermal shit. Like I, it's the only gun I was ass with. I could That's not fair. for the life of <laughs> me fucking get anything with that gun. <laughs> That's how I feel about the hand cannon right now, though. Mm, yeah, it's awful. It's like and I'm over here hunting rifle. Like, you guys are getting hits. <laughs> Your trigger works. What? <laughs> you you kill people in this game? I'm just over here building forts. <laughs> Mike just runs around with like the port of forts, and the port of bunkers, and shit. Fucking... <laughs> no, he's the one building the sky bases, waiting everyone out. <laughs> yeah. I will outlast uh... everyone. <laughs> it works sometimes, you know, especially with the, it does, the, yeah. the, the bush bomb things back. Just pop a bush, sit in the corner, and wait. <laughs> like I do. Man. Yep. Fuck Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to do one more piece? Yeah, sure. why not? Yeah. One more round. Why not? See, I guess that would be my turn then. Yes, sir. My, sure is, man. I don't, my, my next game is uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Not Knights of the Old Republic, but The Old Republic. The uh, MMO. MMO. Yep. It's, uh, it's kind of a dog shit game, but yeah. I really <laughs> love it. It's, um, I don't know. I got into it back like on release. I think I was in like fifth or sixth grade. It's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, me and my friends played it for a really long time and it was super fun. I loved like little fan fiction of making my own like Jedi or Sith or whatever. Um, and I think that's like from a role playing perspective, it's a really fun game that I can find a lot of enjoyment in. But the gameplay, anything else is 
just really shitty in that game. But <laughs> I still come back like every now and then. Like if there's a new cool looking expansion, I'll boot it up again and lose a few hours of my life that I'll never get back. But <laughs> it's all good. Um, no, it's a fun game, and I wish it wasn't broken and terrible. But it's what we got. Yeah, it suffers from like. Um run-of-the-mill like mmo controls i feel like if they yeah. tried to branch out and do something like a little different like like guild wars 2 i mm-hmm. think it would have been a phenomenal mmo as opposed to just trying to be wow yeah for sure not really <laughs> doing it that well um yeah i mean it's I like think... the rpg elements like you said were really really good in that game which surprised me like the decisions and shit like that and like the story yeah yeah they actually, actually mattered. good and it mattered yeah mm-hmm. but yeah no i think on paper, a Star Wars like MMORPG based on Knights of the Old Republic made by the same developers sounds really cool. But like you said, I think they just got lost in trying to like compete with WoW or whatever they were trying to do. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, it wasn't executed very well, but I like it. I was um, back in the era of like when I was really into Star Wars because these days, not so much. But I think it it just kind of it reminds me of a, a brighter time of Star Wars. <laughs> the golden age. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. No, it, it's it's cool. I think if it got like a like a full rework, like ground yeah. up, and they just completely mm-hmm. rebooted it, it it could do a lot for the game. I think it just they needs like, like more real time combat. And would have been oh, I agree for better. sure. Yeah. Um, they tried. Well, they didn't really try, but like. They sort of reworked how, like, the gameplay loop is, essentially. Like, they introduced a lot of, like, if you're a Sith warrior, now you can use, like, some Jedi Knight skills and kind of switch things up. But the core gameplay is still messy. So I wouldn't see myself going back to it, like, full-time. But yeah. maybe one day. <laughs> it, it is one game that I've I've gone back to a few times. No, I haven't played it in, like, yeah. Back then, it was one that I would like hop on every now and then, see, <laughs> see what was going on, and then yeah, get bored in like an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember why I don't play this. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. I, I think it's one of the only um, MMOs at this point too that it has um, like a free to play aspect, but it's not on consoles. Yeah. I, they've, I agree. They've done it with like everything else, like Rift and Terra, fucking mm. EverQuest, and like whatever the other D and D inspired game is, and fucking Black Desert. Right. Like, yeah. It's it's like I feel like if it if it went on consoles, they probably would have had to like force themselves to smooth out the mm. combat, and I'm pretty sure that's why they just won't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it definitely in its current state would not work on consoles. <laughs> it's it's like much. um, like when DC Universe Online went to consoles, I was like. Why? Like, how is that even going to work? But they sort they of managed. made that work. Yeah. For the most part. DCUO is pretty fun, too. I, I go back it, to the yeah. game, like, once a year. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's cool, yeah. I like the... I don't know. I guess a lot of MMOs like that, like a lot of MMORPGs, I just get really into the whole, like, character uh, section of it, because, like, I love creating characters and backstories and all that. So I think with Star Wars and DCUO, that is what kind of drew me in there. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. They, they they just need to rework it. Cause it's, it's at the point where like where wow was before they revamped it or mm-hmm. 
you know, you have like your full layout of like your abilities and shit, and it's like nine action bars at this point, and your screen right. is just half squares of abilities all over the place. Mm-hmm. And like WoW did like two revamps over the past like six or seven years where they toned everything yeah. down to where you only need like two, if that. And I think that's a big issue with Swotar. <laughs> yeah, dial it back a little bit. I agree completely. They're still kicking somehow, but they are. Yeah, they release a new expansion every like six months, something like that. I don't know. It's like it's... Uh, the Lord of the Rings MMO is still fucking going the same way. Yeah, which, that game is great, but it, it is. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I got which... super into that game for a while. <laughs> I always want to go back. It's just it's another one that's too like I, I have like one account that I think has the first half of the expansions but there's so mm-hmm. much new shit that looks really cool but yeah it's such an expensive game to have everything and for sure yeah i don't i don't think they do the elder scrolls online thing where you can sub and like unlock everything i'm pretty sure you still mm-hmm. have to buy the expansions but i don't i don't remember it's been a while. right i i wish that game would uh come to like consoles or something too but that would be cool yeah I think that's a really cool game for fucking Lord of the Rings fans. It's it's so lore heavy and just it is RPG They're heavy. It's amazing. Still making content, aren't they? Yeah, they just they had to do two expansions this year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's crazy. That game is yeah. so old at this point. <laughs> it's a uh, like a year after WoW started. Wow. Or the same year, maybe. WoW's like huh. 15, 16 years old at this point. Some shit like that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, Lord of the Rings Online just gets a little overshadowed, but it has a really strong, like, current, consistent player base, which is cool because they're keeping it alive. But nice, yeah. yeah. I know. I think um, I it must have been a while ago now, but when they released on Steam, I think that really helped out their player base. Yeah, and I think anytime a game releases on a different platform where you're not forced to use their old, fucking outdated, shitty launcher, it's always going to yeah. benefit you. <laughs> <It's> like... For sure. <laughs> Unless you're uh, unless you're Blizzard and you release your games on Steam and it just gives everybody the ability to fucking review bomb you and tell you <laughs> yeah. how they feel about your games like Overwatch. <laughs> or Blizzard. Just kidding. Fuck Blizzard. But you know. Yeah. They're in a they're in a rough spot right now. They really are. <laughs> like, I don't know why I can't make a good game anymore. I don't know what the problem is. I keep giving them battle passes, that's all they want. I get rid of their fun loot crates like they wanted, and I do everything that they hate, and they hate me still. I don't understand. <laughs> think, Blizzard, think. It's their fault. Gamers just don't get it these days. <laughs> <laughs> think. <laughs> Man. Bastards. Yeah. Well, now Mike knows how we felt while he was talking about Marvel Snap, so... <laughs> so. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Are you currently playing Marvel Snap, Michael? No. You didn't see the vein throb out of his forehead? Of course he's playing Marvel Snap right now. He's like... Well, been so the day Mike deletes Marvel things. Snap is when they announce that you can now lose your infinite spot. He's going to be like... Ugh. Honestly, yeah, oh, if that man. happens, I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna touch that game again because that would cause me way too much stress. Or oh, they're yeah. gonna add more stakes where like only the first like 200 players to reach it get to keep it forever. Oh my god! They'll do like a uh, Apex with like what is it the, the, the Apex Predator where only like the first like top 200 or whatever 
have that spot. They'll do like that's so infinite cruel. predator. <laughs> oh my god! Child uh, predator. That's a nightmare. Okay, so my last my last uh, game I'm talking about. This honestly, we could have talked about last episode, Joe, with the uh, the the flops. Um, y'all remember yeah. Lawbreakers? Yeah. yeah, dude, that was a fun four days. It really was. It was a super fun four days. I got Lawbreakers when it first came out, just because the the th- the one thing that that solely sold me on this game was the the trailer that featured the cover of uh, Spirit of the Sky. It was such a badass trailer. I absolutely loved it, and that convinced me to get the game. Just that's the only time that's ever happened where a trailer has convinced me to get a game. But it was Lawbreakers, and I played the shit out of it for the week and a half that it was out. Yes. (laughs) It was so fun. Um, And I've said this before. I don't typically play just multiplayer games because that's all this was. This was strictly multiplayer. It was basically an Overwatch clone. But its gimmick was all the arenas had, like, low-gravity spots, so you could... You know, jump up and essentially fly around. And there was this really cool mechanic where if you press down on the on the directional pad, you you would fire your gun backwards and it would like mm. propel you forward. It was super cool. Is- and if you if you got good at the zero G sections, you could dominate. Sorry, Sam, were you gonna say something? Oh no, I was just saying that sounds cool. I didn't really play a lot of lawbreakers, so I well, know. you can't anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it came out in 2017, and servers shut down a year later uh, in 2018. That's wow. it. <laughs> and it's crazy because it reviewed pretty good. You know, it didn't get any bad reviews. It got like seven and a half and up. But it just didn't Yeah, it was really good, weird. I feel like it came out of nowhere. Because I remember, too, like, the community really liked that game. Like, it was, yeah, it was, it was very popular. popular. I never had any problems with like getting matches in, you know, waiting on people. I actually got pretty decent at it. Like I wasn't great at it, but I played enough and got good enough to where I was winning a, a match every now and again. But it it what went is nowhere. It that, like, and it killed that game. Like why did it end so quickly? Uh, it just didn't sell very well. It it was originally mm-hmm. supposed to be a free to play game, but then they decided to release it paid. You paid. F- I'm pretty sure it was full price. It may have been a little bit cheaper, but you essentially had to pay for it. Uh, right, and uh, despite positive reviews, the game failed to gain a sufficient player base. So mm. not a whole lot of people just played, which is a shame because it was super fun. I liked it. Yeah, Cliffy B's love project, cool right? Yeah, yeah, Cliffy B. Who's that's the guy that brought us Gears of War. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah. dang, man, he advertised yeah. the shit out of Lawbreakers too. I, I always felt he so did. bad because it was such he a came cool. out of retirement for this. Yeah. He did say, I was reading the Wikipedia, and apparently in April of this year, he teased a possible revival of it, which, Mm. that would be awesome. I would totally go back to Lawbreakers if it released again, but... Second time's a charm. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they would change about it, because there's nothing... Like I said, it got good reviews. I loved it. I don't know what they would do differently, aside from maybe make it a free-to-play game with some paid aspects of it, so they still made money. I don't know. But... Mm. I would love to go back to Lawbreakers. Yeah, I, f- I feel that. that. That was a really cool game. It was mm-hmm, it was so yeah. shocking when it just yeah. died. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like if it was if it got 
mid reviews or if it wasn't any good, I'd understand. But it was is a good game. Like this isn't even really oh, yeah. a guilty pleasure because I don't think a whole lot of people would would say that it's a bad game. So I hesitated to include it on this, but I honestly I wanted to talk about Lawbreakers. <laughs> so, <laughs> like come on, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but bring back Lawbreakers, yeah. goddammit. I would I would pay for it. I'd I'd play it again. I'm sure the there's a ton of people who would. It's, I mean, if fucking uh, Paragon got like two separate revivals from different studios, I'm pretty sure we can get right to come back. Yeah, for real. Maybe maybe do a Titanfall two and include like a single player component to it. You know what I mean? Um. So I yeah. don't know. It doesn't have to be a whole lot, but I don't know. Just I mean. If 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 there's any game to like model yourself after just after having like a, a not so good first launch, it's Titanfall two. Like I remember the first game was criticized very heavily by a lot of people, but then Titanfall two came out and blew everyone away with how good it was, and yeah. they added a single player uh, campaign. So I don't know, maybe do that with Lawbreakers. Yeah, could be cool. Where's that? Oh yeah, Agree. I didn't have a whole lot to say about it just because, you know, like I said, I just wanted to talk about Lawbreakers. It was a very yeah. cool game. Unfortunately, game. like I said, you. This is one of those odd options, or this is one of those few cases where I'm talking about a game that you can no longer play. So it's hard mm. for me to recommend it. But if it does somehow come back, or if because it did come out physically, but then again, the servers are shut down, so I don't know mm. how you're going to be able to play because there's no single player component. So you cannot play this game right now. So I can't recommend it at the moment. But if it ever comes back. I highly recommend Lawbreakers. It's a lot of fun. I agree. I'm cool. glad you agree. You can't play that, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, I mean, I'll I'll follow you up on that. I didn't. I'm not planning to talk about this game specifically, but I wanted to. Uh, one in mind, but it reminded me of Battleborn when that game came out. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. I played the yeah. beta for that. Battleborn was phenomenal. And really, still to this day, it really, really bothers me and upsets me that it failed because of Overwatch. Um, mm. Granted, I think if the Battleborn devs just pushed the game back a few months, they, it would probably still be going today. Um, it was a really dumb idea on their part to release it the same month that Overwatch was coming out. Uh, Granted, it came out like I think it was like two or three weeks before Overwatch did, uh, but it was still the same month. And releasing at the same time as a brand new IP from Blizzard of like all devs who have like five games to their name that they've actually developed themselves. And it's not just like a company that they own. Uh, not the brightest of ideas, but Battleborn was so cool because it was like this hybrid of a third person MOBA mixed with a hero shooter and was really fucking cool because I'm pretty sure it even predated Smite at this point. I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure, but oh, wow. it was like the, the Ooh, first of know. like the bunch of games that uh it was a MOBA but it was third person that you controlled in like real time and not just like clicked around on a map. Like mm-hmm. all the abilities were real time with cooldowns and shit like that. You had like an auto attack. Uh but it was like a team shooter mixed with pushing forts, destroying little minions and shit like that. There was like jungle aspects mm-hmm. and it was just really fucking cool, man. And it was a cool three weeks, but then Overwatch came out and no one fucking played it anymore because mm-hmm. Overwatch was out. 
And it was just so yeah. sad to just watch the community slowly trickle away. The devs were forced to shut down. And it was just like, man, this game did not get a fair opportunity. <laughs> I wish it could get revitalized somehow, but it's it's been like seven, eight years or some shit like that because it was like 2016, 2015 something. Yeah. Um, I forgot that uh, that game was released around the time of Overwatch. It was, it was the yeah. same fucking month. Right it was, this. That's it crazy. was rough. Because the beta was huge, dude. Like Everybody was, was playing the beta for this game and everyone was, like, mm-hmm. it was fucking cool because the characters were like super fun, unique. They all had like all these cool abilities and shit. Uh, there was like a fucking ninja mushroom uh, it's like cyborg hawk dragon guy that had like flight and fucking dropping nukes and shit. Uh, it was just really cool and it made me sad. And uh, uh, Gigantic was another game that was a really cool um, hybrid of like a, a hero fighting game mixed with uh, MOBA aspects uh, that did really well, but. They got fucking bamboozled where a company offered them like a ton of money to buy out the studio. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring it to consoles. We're going to push it. This game's going to get huge. And as soon as the deal went through and the contract was finalized and they got the rights to the game, they just shut it off. Just fucking killed it. And Um, it was really fucking shitty because I used to play a gigantic all the time. That was a really cool game. Um, And it was really unique, too, because it was it was a mix of MOBA and hero shooter. Also with um, like a battle rail storm that would close off sections of the map and oh, yeah. force you to go from like PVE um, like tower pushing to like a forced tight quarters just straight out brawl for the last like three minutes of the game and it was like last man standing and it shifted like game modes and stuff like each match it was really cool and it was another game I played a lot with like uh, one of my friends and like when it shut down it was just like we just I was like, I don't want to play games for a bit, man. Like, this was the only thing that I gave a shit about. <laughs> and yeah, it fucking sucked. Um, but yeah, it's just studios. Uh, stop stop buying games and then getting rid of them. This yeah. is really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> um, fucking stupid. Because it was, it was supposed to launch on Xbox um, to try to get the player count up. And then, like, as soon as they got the rights, they were just like, nah, and just hand it that was it I was like, what, the, what the fuck dude yeah um but uh yeah so anyway um my guilty pleasure game i want to talk about i just i, I felt like briefly mentioning those because mike gave me ptsd and maybe remember mm-hmm. those traumatic experiences of my life <laughs> you're welcome pal. um godzilla on ps4 um, oh shit yeah yeah it's it's not really a well-received game uh it's definitely massively hit or miss just like berserk is in that community uh is how it is with the godzilla community where people either love what it did or they just hate it because it's not another destroy all monsters or save the earth or unleash or anything um you you basically like you you play out a movie in a sense where yeah it's essentially a godzilla simulator almost yeah you, you play as godzilla or whatever monster you've unlocked at this point uh, you destroy shit until you hit like a certain limit, and then you fight a boss at the end. And then as you progress, the more shit you destroy and the higher your points, the taller and bigger and stronger you get. And then at the end of the thing, it will give you like a high score of like how many points you got based off of like your kaiju size and shit like that. Mm. Uh, but they would you always fight bosses and stuff, and there was like different difficulties, and like the, the campaign was like a, a branching tree of missions and shit. 
Uh, there was secrets to find. There was a, there was a bunch of monsters to unlock too, which was pretty fun. So the, every campaign was different. Um, it had multiplayer, which was pretty fun. It was a one v one up to one v one v one v one. It was just like four player free for all. Um, each monster had like a bunch of different abilities and shit. Uh, it had like a cool diorama mode, which I used to fuck around with a lot that I liked, where you would unlock different set pieces and you can make like really cool still shots. But it it wasn't a uh, a free for all arena fighter like everybody's been hoping for, so yeah. no one really gave a shit too much, and now it's like a fucking eight hundred dollar hidden gem that it's so hard to find. find it, yeah. It's fucking so expensive because it's delisted. It's not on shelves. It's not fucking digital anymore. And they did that within like eight months of it coming. Like it was game, really didn't even make soon, it a yeah. year, and it was delisted so quickly because of life. I should have kept even my because copy, of the man. feedback. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm glad I still have mine because um, I didn't even know about it at the time. I just remember it was um, one of the Godzilla groups I was in was like, "Oh, hey, like I found this on Amazon for pretty cheap for once. Like, is it worth buying?" And it was it was the Godzilla PS4 game, but it was like like three hundred and eighty dollars. And I was like, pretty Christ. cheap. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it was a $50 game. And I looked everywhere and like I eBay and shit. It was like going for like 650 bucks. And the highest I saw was like $820. And it was like, holy, if anyone fucking broke into my house, like that's all they got to take. And they'd be set for a <laughs> while, man. Like, yeah, holy yeah. Shit. yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, I just but, found hey, a listing on a gold mine there, buddy. I just found a listing online for just the case with no game for. $65. Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck, dude. It's crazy. I looked Uncle at some point at the beginning of this year and it was still like $300 like people were asking for it. Like, it's, 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 crazy. Crazy. it's like the, the yeah, PT effect believe... where people were selling their PS4s that installed for like $1,000. Mm. Yeah. I kind of don't like remembering the fact that I have played this game and I don't have it anymore <laughs> and it's like the <laughs> rarest game in the world now it's like I have it in my clutches and it's yeah, here every it time sucks. You think about it. <laughs> yeah I liked it but I remember it being very difficult because yeah it control it was almost like Resident Evil tank controls but it was like yeah you like press the R1 was. and L1 bumpers to like move right and left it was really weird but I thought it was really cool I I liked it a lot but mm. I wasn't as big a Godzilla fan as you were so I didn't cherish it as much as I should have Lesson learned. I don't know. Maybe you'll find mm-hmm. it someday at like a fucking shop or some shit. For you never know. They will know fart is going to sell out a garage for a nickel. <laughs> and it's going to be like, yeah, just take it. My grandson spends too much time with it. <laughs> and I'll be like, yes, sir. Thank you. Did you ever play or see? <laughs> then I can retire. Um, uh, what's the series called? They just they just put one out on fucking PlayStation not that long ago. For the first time in like the States. Uh, Disaster Report, I think it's called. It's like a natural disaster simulator game. Fucking, of course, it's it's, it's Japanese, obviously. But of course, they, they had one on. Um, I think it was like it was, I think it was PS3, uh, exclusively in Japan, and it was the same shit, but it was like kaiju themed. Mm. So it was like you play as the humans, but you're surviving during like all these natural disasters and shit. And they had one that was specifically surviving kaiju's, and I, I always to... wanted it, but like. It's it's super rare and because like the um, there's no region lock on PlayStations, so like you can get a fucking game from any country and just play it. And mm-hmm. I always wanted to get that one, but it was it was like the Godzilla game where like the cheapest I could find it was like three hundred dollars. It was just 
Jeez. To play a game that I won't even be able to fucking read. Like, <laughs> know yeah. how to even fucking press start. Like, <laughs> maybe not worth Learn it. Learn Japanese just for that game. I debated it <laughs> for like a year straight. I was like, eh, $300 is a worthy investment after I just learned a whole new language. Like, it's Yeah, why not? I mean, honestly, yeah. And I'll be able to watch anime without subtitles. Like, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real benefit. Spoiler alert, it did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I hate to dip out, but my, my kid is screaming, so I think I got to go take care of that. No worries, right, buddy. Well, I think we're going to have you, bud. Wrap up anyway. We appreciate yeah. you hopping in here. For sure. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Love talking to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone wave hey, to buddy. Sam. I'm sure he'll be back. Virtual waves. Woo. All right. All right, well, cutie. We'll see you on the flip. Thanks for having me on. Catch you later, buddy. Thanks for abandoning yeah, your wow. child for a couple hours for us. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> see you later. Later, buddy. He's never coming back on the show again. <laughs> yeah, now let's <laughs> shit on him. Fuck that guy. Dark Souls 2 loving bitch. <laughs> How dare he? How dare that man? Mm. Oh, man. Macaroni. With the chicken strips. <laughs> I forgot about the sound board. This is my favorite. No. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so that's, uh, I love that. What was the other one I had I wanted to play? Oh, it's too late now. Oh, man. What's the one that you used to... Oh, no, you already played it. It was the, the, the Pornhub sound. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got, I got this one, too. Give me your fucking money! From my favorite Vine oh, of all time. Oh, it doesn't have a dun-dun. Dun-dun! She viciously fun. throws the Barbie doll. <laughs> oh, it's, it's classic. I wonder what that little girl's doing. Probably Hopefully not. rolling in all the money she made from that, t- that Vine being from shared. Vine. Yeah, man, I miss Vine sometimes. Like, TikTok is cool and all, but Vine was something else. Daddy, chill. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. How many do you Uh, got, man? Jeez. I have two folders of, like, 12. Oh, shit. I also have, like, different voices, but they take forever to load, so. Nice. Not going to do that. Well, well, we have a whole podcast to ex- to use to explore them. So, I'll add a whole podcast specific one with like cool radio noises. Ooh, nice! I'll get one of those. Nice. That'll be awesome. All right, another sure successful would, episode. Yeah, not too bad. Or uh, yeah. what time did we start? Eight fifty-six. Oh, wait, that okay. was the second recording. 8.31. Two and a half hours. Yeah, it's not bad. I'll take it, I'll take it. Yeah. Not quite Lord of the Rings, we're getting there, but... We're slowly... Uh, we had a whole... We had a third other person in here talking shit, so... Yeah, and we Last still had them for three hours. We literally hours. had to split episodes. We did, and they were long yeah. ones. Like three hours each. Yeah. For real. So, all right. Well, that about does it for us. Yeah. I guess that's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys.
as always, we appreciate you. Like us, share us, throw us money if you want to, but you're not obligated to, although it would be nice. Oh, we got merch. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we got merch, we got a website, all the stuff I usually say, you know, generic end of podcast shit, like and subscribe. You know the drill. Smash that like button. Click that bell. Eat my ass. No, don't do yeah. that. Oh, or do. No. Day, it's probably a little <laughs> zesty back there, you know what I mean? <laughs> Got a little tang. A little spice. <laughs> a little bit of spice. Yeah. Oh, man. The long lost uh. spice girl. Ass spice. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> That's how you know what's oh, getting late. late. We're getting loopy. Good lord. We, yeah. we got the giggles. <laughs> we do. We do got the giggles. All right, fuckers. We'll see you next week. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, nerds. See you some other time. You you are our guilty pleasure. Yeah, we fucking love to hate you and hate to love you. Exactly. Okay. Ciao. Bye.